thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, Week 9, Spooky Spread Picks, Game Previews, Free Money, Super Locks. We got it all here for you. But first, if you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, easy way to do so. Smash the like button for the episode, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and tell me what your favorite spread of the week is. That easy. You're in a draw for 20 DK bucks. The other ways to do so, the most important one, leave a audio review. Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. Download all the episodes that are up there. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me something you like about the show. Everyone likes this show, at least most people like this show with myself and Jeff Feinberg, right? I hope so. I think they do. Yeah, people liked it last week. They like they did like well, last week was good. This week, not gonna be last week. Do what I can. You're all you're in a bit better. I mode, can only I work with the content I'm given. What do you think I'm dressed up as? Jamiroquai. I am dressed up as Jamiroquai. Because I've... <laughs> it's not the, the first time I've seen this this act. I mean, I just keep it in the office because I always forget when Halloween comes around. Then I need to have a costume for Halloween, and boom. I, I like that you're dressed up as, I don't know, Colin Montgomery? Sure. Actually, Tim would be Colin Montgomery <laughs> if there was anyone who was going to be Colin Montgomery. I do have uh, two other notes, uh, two other points here. One is playing the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Listeners League. The link is in the description of this podcast or video. $15 to play, rake free, three max entry, $45,000 of guaranteed money. Probably what you want to do. Uh, the other one is I want to start this new pilot program for the show because I know they're like as a small business owner, I know that there's a lot of small business owners who listen to the show, and I feel like we can help help each other out here. So I have one for today. You know, like Yelp reviews, Google reviews, that kind of stuff it goes a long way when you own a small business. If a lot of people like review your stuff, it gets it up higher against local businesses in terms of search rankings, that kind of thing. So I'm going to start off with one today. I did this one a bit before. My friend owns a small business, so Biblos up. Uptown. You Google Biblos Uptown, B-Y-B-L-O-S, Uptown. It's a restaurant. And just say, don't say that like Pat said, review this. Say like, they have great food. They have great service. Just rate it five stars. Maybe I'll take some emails from the audience. If someone has a small business, we can kind of do the exact same thing for them. What do you think, Jeff? Let's rig the system. Got to rig this. Hey, Let's we have, the, we have yeah. the people out here. Nope. We, we have the listens. Let's we, move the needles. These for people, people are actively on the internet. Yeah. We can help out. So Biblos Uptown, five star review, you know, great decor. I really like the food. That kind of shit. So yeah, the coin is here. Check out the coin. Coin's getting a bit like musty. A lot of dust on this coin. It's competing with Tim. Well, me and you are competing. Should I have to get like a new version of the coin? Like an updated version? This one's from 1994. Uh, whatever. It really wants to like establish the run. It's all, uh, I know there was probably a joke there, but No, because it's, like, it. it's from like 30 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Marty Schottenheimer, three in a cloud. Yeah. Or the Chargers, one and a half in a cloud. One and a half in a cloud, and maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this new game plan the Chargers have. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, behind the camera, switching the show and putting in all of the graphics, it is Paul Shaughnessy. <laughs> yeah, Paul Shag on Twitter, the Residence Bills fan. And the fifth member of the team, he's already triggered. It's Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That is not my name. What? I dressed up for Halloween too as Paul Bearer. You just can't see it. Your Paul Bearer <laughs> is not as good as mine, my friend. Oh, I don't know about that. 
You don't have the up and down of the pallbearer. You just have up. Anyway, I was just trying to see yeah. if I could get there. Before the show, Cust spilled his yeah. Diet Coke everywhere and exploded on him. Well, no, <laughs> it's actually deeper than that. He's, he can see us. We can't see him. He saw me drinking the world's premier Diet Oh, show it. I was having Please a sip of the Look how delicious that looks. Premier Please. Diet Soda. Diet this show Pepsi. supporting small businesses to supporting <laughs> corporations. No, in I was just saying, seconds. and Tim like freaked out. He did. He like lost his mind. He said, <laughs> stuff is trash. It's utter and then, and and then after freaking out that he saw, like he was angry. Like it actually bothered him. Not like, ooh, that's gross. Like, why are you drinking that? Like, like why do you have that on? Yeah. You need to get it off. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, losing I, my I mind. I can't look at it. I can't look at it. And then he somehow, we hear Tim um, cursing. He doesn't often curse, and we find out that he his Coke, his Diet Coke, his world's number two tasting diet soda, um, exploded all over his keyboard. That is what happened. How's your keyboard doing? That's fine. I, I just cleaned this darn thing the other day too, which is annoying, but anyway. How'd you? I would like to know how you clean your your laptop keyboard. What, what? compressed air? Okay, uh, that that frankly stuns me. Did you then get hooked on compressed air like that episode of Intervention we saw? <laughs> I didn't laugh. That was sad. I don't know. You could go to Walmart and buy your drugs. <laughs> so Tim got yeah. Costco. He got triggered by seeing Diet Pepsi and the Coke in which he was holding. Oh, I just he was, like shaking. Drink, and I didn't have Do to seeing it. The Diet so Pepsi had him there. shaking the Coke in his yeah. hand, and he didn't even notice, and he it opened it. And it. There, it was there to troll me, and I shouldn't let it bother me like that. That You only obviously brought it in, put it on the counter for me to see. <laughs> it's a no, I'm, I'm very – it's no secret that, to me, I think Diet Pepsi's the uh, oh, premier God. diet soda. Well, you're wrong, but whatever. I mean, that's almost as offensive to Tim as saying, like, San Pellegrino is better than Perrier. Well, that's a garbage take, too. It tastes exactly the same. I like them both. You're not a super taste. He also took a shot at the bottled water I had at the table, too. The, the clearly, like, free bottled water yeah. you had? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not Dasani. <laughs> I, I couldn't brush my teeth with that bottled water. Um, but we'll get to Tim because he's got a world of problems. Tim does have an awful <laughs> lot of problems. This is true. Uh, last week, the recap. I put my faith in the Jets. That was not a good idea. So I lost my super lock. Um, and Tim won his and Jeff, you won yours. So Tim and I are both four and four for the year on super locks. You're five and three. You and I were both six and nine against the spread after Pittsburgh could not mount their comeback and cover that spread last night. But Tim got that one. So we were both six and nine custom the coin. We're both seven and eight brings me to 62 and 58. You to 46 and 56 Tim to 56 and 64. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? You, what did you say my record was? 64 and 56. Okay. I thought you said something. What do, way what do you worse. think it is? No, uh, that's what it is. I thought you, you yeah. said I had like, I think you might have misspoke there. What do you think I said? Because I can check the tape when we're done. 46 and 56? Maybe I did. That seems not right. I don't know. It's weird because that's also the reverse of the two numbers there. I don't know why. That's what I thought I heard. Just want to clarify. So either I have number dyslexia yeah. or you have uh, hearing dyslexia. Yeah. Probably. Um, it was my worst week since week one. I've been pretty. And that's not a bad, like, listen, six and nine. No, it but happens. listen, it happens. And 
And I would have won my free money if the Bears knew how to make a field goal. That would have won. That's all it took. Damn. Oh, are, are you saying that the recently un-Ander-cursed Chargers ruined your free money parlay, Tim? The Chargers had nothing to do with it. The Chicago Bears had everything to do with it. Their head coach mm-hmm. runs the ball for three or four more yards. They win the game. Uh, you know, maybe. There's no maybe about it. It's, it's not up for question. Do we, it's the game. Do we Let's have any wagers on, in, on this? Bad mood now. I don't remember. I don't. This know. or the Super 7 or nothing? Well, I mean, why would we bet on the Super 7? There's already money involved. I guess, but we bet on like the, the one, and, one done. and done. Yeah, we know we're both not going to win that. I feel like we always hold on oh. that we're going to win the Super 7. Yeah, fair enough. Although yeah. we're not. I think I'm doing the best of the three of us. Yeah, I'm Super probably 7. doing the worst. Me and even Tim though I'm still doing have the best Patriots division. This. What's that? Me and Tim still have Patriots division. That's true. Tim gave Paul even odds that the Patriots yeah. wouldn't win the we division. We have a, a bet with Tim... Tampa win total. Do we? Yeah, we suckered him into something. Was and like, I just rode your coat total. Was it like eight and a half or something? something eight like or eight and a half. Something like we got a good number. <laughs> they could get there. But Tim refused to make any bets in which we were giving him a significantly better number. And by we, we just mean the books. But uh, nonetheless, football's, we- I don't know. Football's weird. <laughs> just betting on football. It's like the only sport, if I bet any other sport, Pat, I'm just taking someone who I trust's opinion. If that makes, like, I'll, like if I bet on college football, like, I know I don't know enough about college football. Uh, you know, a soccer game, a hockey game, a uh, baseball game. I'm just sort of taking someone else's opinion. With football, I have sort of an inner circle of people I really like, like my buddy uh, Pizzola, Walter, like a consortium of people who've really sort of taught, like given me a way of thinking, but I'll never, every football bet I make will be dipped in my own opinions of football. Cause it's like football. We all watch it. Is that just cause you bet the chargers every single week? No, this has nothing to do with the chargers. And I think I'm pretty successful at diagnosing when the chargers are ripe, even though for the purposes of having my name on a piece of paper with a pick beside it, I will always pick them. Yeah. You have picked the chargers each of the pet for every game, each of the past five years. Yeah. On the purposes of yes. the show. Cause I won't have the, I won't allow to see the other team's name written under my name. Okay. Uh, but I, it was very on in terms of how bad of a spot we were probably in for like the Denver game and even the, um, the Pittsburgh game. Uh, so I'm pretty on people have, like mentioned to me that like, I'm pretty good at calling them and I don't throw around using them as a super lock. Uh, and I did that last week and it worked pretty good. This is the first time in forever they were getting more than a field goal. We're such a loser team, and we always let people down. But when we're getting a field goal or more, like when we're a road underdog, that is our sweet spot. That is our sweet spot. Do you consider playing at home being an underdog now? Well, no. Well, it's probably part of it that at least the road, when we're actually on the road, it's the most natural setting we have. Feels awkward being at home. Um, being cheered against and seeing a crowd that's not there for you. But we're, when we're on the road, that's like natural to be cheered against and the crowd not for you. Uh, Tim, now that Le'Veon Bell hasn't been traded from the Jets, are you back in on him now? Not particularly. So you're out on Le'Veon Bell? No, just listen. He's been a disappointment all season. He continues to be a disappointment. What can I tell you? Everyone, I, everyone. I have a theory. That Tim never wanted Le'Veon Bell anyway? Because that's no, what he said. that Tim... Listen... As not in real life, but his persona about talking about the Jets 
He is everything he hates about Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Like, he talks and he talks and he talks and he puts it out there. Like, he puts it out there. Uh, he's, like, very um, he's braggadocious. Like, everything is, like, you know, he's almost like a Baker Trump when it comes to, like, the, the talking up the Jets. And then it all sort of comes crashing down and he wonders why people are, like, attacking him. Yeah, Tim, do you feel personally attacked whenever ever there is Jets news? No, I don't feel personally attacked, except when like I'm trying to be attacked by people. Like when you you, you you go through my tweets and just try to retweet stuff at a random time, just to sort of get a Twitter mob going at me. But you know what? I, I, that doesn't bother me. Uh, as a man of the people, I don't mind the people getting upset and yelling about this, that, or the other because I'm I'm made of tougher fiber than that. Do you accept the name Baker Trump? I I, I don't. I you think should. that's. That's a man of the people's no, name, right there. No, but do you there. not see any similarities on how well, you're on when how I'm you? Wrong, I climb down. They don't <laughs> you, climb down. You, you what? When I'm wrong, I climb down and say, "I got that wrong. That was dumb. This team is not doing well." Those guys don't know how to climb. Now, Mayfield still thinks he's a good quarterback and he's got a good team. And the president for him is sorry. Sorry is a four-letter word. He don't can never say it. So I, on the other hand, can back down. Well, we released a poll to the audience, Paul did, and I asked this question on last week's show. Who would you rather build your franchise around, Sam Darnold or Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew is the clear answer here. So, Tim, what is your answer? I'm not – you know what? I'm so tired of that that I'm refusing to answer the question. So, so <laughs> what you're saying is that you won't admit that you're wrong. You're just going to pretend like the question doesn't exist. I would can, still take Darnold. Why? What? why? Please explain to me why. It, do you get bonus points for turning the ball over? Is that a thing? I have nothing to say to that question. I, I, Darnold's... I, I refuse. Seal, don't. Darnold's don't, best don't, don't entertain still better it. than what don't I've seen from Minshew's be best. Minshew's you best. don't need to defend or entertain that nonsense. His floor might it's seem lower, floor. but I know what Minshew's ceiling probably would do, be. Do we know that? Because this is now a rookie quarterback who's looked pretty good here. And getting progressively better. Okay, Dar I'm not like Darnold uh, is going the way of Johnny Manziel. No, 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 that's not fair. Yeah, that's what no. he's doing. Poor man's okay. Jameis. Yeah, poor man's Jameis. Is that Sam Darnold? That's actually a really good take. That's exactly what he is. He's a poor man's Jameis Winston. Poor man's Jameis. I mean, he turns the ball over just as yeah, much as doesn't lot. throw the touchdowns. A lot. I have a lot to say, but I don't, I don't know if I should just wait till we get to we'll, the, we'll wait to till the we get game. To, let's, jump <laughs> so into, wanna... let's jump into Thursday night then. San Francisco at Arizona, looking like no David Johnson and no Chase Edmonds for the Cardinals at home. They are nine and a half point underdogs. The total is 43. Matt Breda and Raheem Mostart, Colonel Mostart. Uh, not practicing on Tuesday, at least. So it's looking more like Mostart might play, but Breda might not, which just means a whole lot of Tevin Coleman. Do we like nine and a half on the road for the 49ers? Like, the 49ers should absolutely smack down the Cardinals in this game. Like, if Jimmy G actually has to throw a forward pass, I would be stunned, just based on what this defensive line can do to the Arizona offensive line and Kyler Murray. But Thursday's wonky, Jeff. Talk me into Arizona. I don't really want to, but I feel like the only way to talk you into it would say I feel like we might have learned our lesson last week by trusting the Vikings in that big number. 
A number which they should have covered like eight separate times. Yeah, that game. they should have covered. But if Keenum doesn't get hurt, they may lose the game outright. Yeah. Um, but it's Thursday, and haven't we learned consistently? You just got to take the better team. Um, it's easier for them to overcome the obstacles that Thursday brings, and you're almost—I don't know—it's a double-edged sword because you're you're kind of hoping on getting that key turnover that sets up the easy touchdown, whether it be something to cover uh, late or just at any point. But you have to be fearful of, of potentially the back door or is San Francisco not capable of giving it up because they're freaking awesome? It or is there so much San Francisco? The problem is we're paying a premium to make this bet even though you want to make it. And with real money, I don't want to pay that premium. What do you Because think? the 49ers are so cool. They're like the talk show talking head um, debate shows this week are who's the best team in the NFL. It's probably the Saints. Sure, but it's the Saints, the 49ers, the Patriots. You know, they're sort of like now in that group, and they get a Thursday night nationally televised game, which means I don't think people are betting Arizona. Uh, if the 49ers weren't getting all this craziness, it's probably like seven, seven and a half. I don't know if that's enough to scare me, but I, I, I plugged my nose and laid the points last week to the mistake, and I'm going to do it again. So I'm taking San Francisco. Yeah. You're taking San Francisco. Tim, the biggest problem I have with – Arizona covering this game, and we saw it again last week against New Orleans. It's just they love settling for too many field goals. They never go for it. No, and they're not going to. That is just who they are. That is never going to change. In fact, there's no point in complaining about it because it's not going to change. And we all took the-, the Vikings last week too. Yeah, but that was another. That was another what seven additional points. And uh, like, the Vikings are also not a good team. That is a fraud team. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Niners, and the Niners are going to be the first part of a uh, six-team free money uh, money line parlay. How many points? No, he's his oh, money, money line. line. What is the money line on that? Uh, it is all over the place. You can get it at minus 425. What, what are you betting at? I can I see it at minus 550 right now, but I see this game a point different in some places. In fact, a couple different places. So th- this spread is very, very uh, fungible. Uh, so what we're using, Paul, for the show is minus 425. Yeah, what you've got on your – we'll use what you've got on your list for the show. So, you, the show. so, Tim, you're saying you're taking minus 550, the worst possible line that you could possibly get out there on it? Uh, well, yes, because that's <laughs> that's just what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. Sounds very sensible. Let's go to – The money line chalk hit everywhere last week. Was there outside – was the Chargers the only dog that actually won the football game? Help me. I think e- so. The Eagles won. It was like a one point. Yeah, one there was no, you ask yeah. me what dogs won. Yeah. I'm trying to give you the dogs off the top of my head who won. I'm saying the biggest yeah, Philly. Philly, the Chargers. Yeah, because the Broncos. The Indy saved him on his money line parlay. Saved only, a lot of people. Only to watch the Bears go down into A lot of the games. The, all the chalk. It's a big yeah. chalk week. Big, big, big. Um, you good to move on? You look like you really have something. No, I got nothing. I hope I'm playing Kyler Murray in fantasy. I hope he sucks. I got a big match. You're playing against him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he can always find his way to fantasy points a lot of the time. He's one of those guys. It'd be like if the Patriots beat the Ravens like 35 to nothing after three quarters, all of a sudden Lamar could just have 25 fantasy points in a quarter. Lamar's in that because even they're getting their ass kicked. They're still going to like call plays to develop and grow him Mm because that's the the season they're not even that bad to tell you the truth they're just it's pretty funny what's gone on there like a week ago they had zach renner and alfred morris in their lineup zach zenner oh, zenner and they just signed uh, or traded for drake oh. 
wouldn't play Drake if I didn't have to in fantasy. Put it that way. Houston at Jacksonville. Coming at you early, Tim, from Jolly O London. The Jags, point and a half dogs in a home game for them. The total is 46 and a half. We'll start with you because I know you love these Sunday morning games. Yeah, they're stupid. And I mean, to show that I'm on the right side of things, two of the London games have been at uh, in the two o'clock window, not early. So the fact they reduced the amount of early games this year suggests that actually the suge- the research shows people don't like this. It's actually kind of a gimmick. Now, are you uh, are you drawing that conclusion or are you just forgetting the fact the two West Coast teams were in those games? They had to bump them back. There have been West Coast teams that have played in in the early uh, time slot before. This is nothing new or or uh, or unique. They're just doing it because it's not that popular. Uh, do you know uh, that that it's not that popular? How do you know that? Please explain that to me. Because they have actively reduced it. It's what market signals do when the pe- people react to things and they send the market the signal. Signals this is dumb. See, Why are we? I would mm-hmm. argue they are playing more games than they've ever played at nine o'clock based on where they go. What's the most amount of games they played at nine o'clock in a single year? Four. They have four. I think last year there was four of them. Yeah, but last year they played some late too. They haven't always been this early. I don't know if there was any late ones last year. There, there might have been. Yeah. There always they, have been since no, like maybe the, the first yeah, couple but years. For Tim's argument, there hasn't been, Jeff. I'll no, look it up. When, I actually don't think there was one. When the West Coast, like I think, what the big thing is that when you have a West Coast team playing in the London game and it's that early, you just lose all your market. Now, when it's the Chargers in there, no one really cares. When it's teams that like people watch, then it becomes more of a problem for those people on the West Coast of the states. Some London games last year were definitely late. This isn't the first year we've had late London games. I don't like when they're late. I, like I when didn't say that. I got no problem. I got no problem with them being early. Yeah, uh, I don't really have stupid. an opinion. Jags at home. I'll, uh, they're not t- at home. They're at home to me because they've done this trip exponentially more than the Texans. Uh, to me, there's just a prototype type of team the Texans are able to beat. And if they're not playing one of those teams, I'll take the other side. Uh, they've really struggled against teams. And they got a lot of injuries. They do. I mean, no J.J. Watt. That's a, that's a problem. But even before that. Like, I had money on them last week on a parlay, a money line, but I didn't know how banged up they were. They started that game with three of the four secondary out, and then guys were dropping in the game, yes, including, obviously, uh, Watt. So, I think this is good. Jags are going to Jags are gonna get them. They were lucky to beat Oakland last week, so they're going to give one back in a worse way because of a division game. I like the Jags in this spot as well, and it just comes down to D-line versus O-line. Would you bet it, though? I'm thinking about it. It's on like the. Short I don't know if I'm there, but it's on the short list of games that I like. Listen, I want to get some action early in the day, Jeff. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, this game usually ends up on a parlay because it's like a nibble because I want action and I just want to juice something that I like up later. I think and if it loses, there's still time to re up on everything. I just think about the first time these two teams played. It was just Jacksonville in the backfield the entire game, and Watson did just enough, and they had that goal line stand to stop the two point conversion. <sighs> To keep them out, but that's you're my suicide pick. But that's now it's not in Houston; it's in London, and the Jags are still getting points. So I'll grab the point and a half, Tim. I like the Texans. Texans are a significantly better team. Are they? Yes. How they come? How, well, why would they you say that? Or they have better skill position players. JJ Watts may be out, but uh, the Texans still have significantly better skill position players than the Jaguars do. And you're telling me there's a point and a half difference. I think that's dumb. I think the value is on the Texans. That's the way to play the game. Maybe I framed this other question wrong. Who would you rather start your franchise with, Deshaun Watson or Gardner Minshew, Jeff? Because I think that's the tier that Minshew is on, where it's like Darnold or, I don't know, who's that guy the Titans just brought in to work out? Josh Johnson. 
That type of guy. That's where Darnold's at. I'm not. Minshew is like there. elevated above that. You see what he does with his legs? He's mobile. This is what you get, Jeff, for even recognizing that BS question to begin with. Don't answer it. Say move on. Well, Tim actually can't <laughs> truthfully answer that question because he knows the answer is Minshew. Just say move on. Don't humor him. Being incorrigible. You know who was pretty imp- – there was one really impressive throw. i got to give him credit. Uh, no, that's, no, that's no. Sam Let's Darnold. move on to the next game. Let's move on. I don't want to hear this. Sam Darnold made it last week. Like, he hit him in stride. He hit Herndon in stride. Unfortunately, it was the Herndon on the Jags. But, like, <laughs> it couldn't have been a better pass. Like, it was super impressive. <laughs> you going to get the, uh, the other Herndon back this week, Tim? Uh, he's left you the show. Posted, he's you, left the show. You posted the clip of him talking at ranking his Jets free agents. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll get a spin on that. Oh, here's one. This game is full of revenge, Jeff. Bears at Philly. Philly coming off a win at Buffalo is now favored by four and a half points at home. 43 and a half is the over-under. <coughs> We got Tim having emphysema, so revenge on his lungs. We have Jordan Howard in a revenge game. Alshon Jeffrey in a revenge game. They may get uh, Deshaun Jackson back for this. Trubisky apparently has not been benched yet. What, what do we do? Like, I don't think Philly's good, but I also don't think that the Bears are any good. I almost... Is it to, like, plug your nose, take the points? Yeah, because I would say the advance line was probably three, and now you're getting a lot more because the Bears... The Bears were a heavy side last week, and they shot on. It was people are making so much of that field goal at the end and not trying to get six more yards. Um, and apparently, there's more embarrassing news that's come out that when they kneeled it, it was wrong hash. They didn't even put it where he likes it. Um, that's I, the one thing yeah. about a successful marriage, whether it be of you and your wife or yeah. of a kicker in the team. You got to know where you want. When you want yeah, and kickers listen, they're fragile to begin with. Um or you know, they're in a weird spot sort of to begin with. Um you know, it's just sort of waiting for the whole drive to to unfold. Um but that whole game the Bears were were pathetic. They were they were truly pathetic. Um they gave away opportunity after opportunity. The Chargers ran 45 plays, they won the game. The Bears I think had the ball uh, like for 20 more minutes than the chargers. They just, you can, it's like you can kill someone all you want, but you kick three field goals and the team is still in the game. Right. Yeah. Um, And that's exactly what happened. But I think the public, I think now there's just so much hate for the bears that I'm going to bet the bears. And there's just this, Oh, maybe the Eagles are okay. I think me and you both sort of thought it was a good spot for the Eagles after their Getting embarrassed. Yeah, but and t- as good t- as, Paul talked me into the Bills. Oh, I and as good up. as the Bills have been, they're a bit shaky. The Dolphins took them to the edge now at home. They, this game they lose at home. Uh, don't get me wrong. I know they're, they've played the Patriots better than anyone. And if you've watched this show, I am a pro Bills and, and hope the best for them. Um, yeah, ever since Tim said that they had like a top three defense, their defense has been kind of crappy. But I, yeah, no, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Bears. I think I'm going to take the Bears. I'm going to take the, from what was probably a three-point spread a week ago to now four and a half. Kind of, it's, of all the games we've done so far, it's the game I might actually like the most with real money. It's not going to be a fun game to watch. No, Oh, my God. I can't. Oh. The Bears are like, they're unwatchable. 
I don't know so, what I almost like wanted to to message you or make a post about it, but I don't know what time in the night because I know before you do your Monday record, you watch every game in its entirety. Besides being at the bar or, or watching the games as they're happening live, you know everything's everywhere. Uh, watching that Chargers Bears game and knowing after every play, this was Tim's Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Tim? Yeah, Philly's on the very short list of super locks for me this week. The, their greatest weakness is their back end. Chicago can't take advantage of it. Uh, Chicago is a team that is floundering. Philadelphia's still got a heck of a lot of talent. I still think it's going to win their division. Taking the Eagles, uh, I think the four and a half is a very fair number. This is the way I'm playing the game. And uh, they're on the second end of the uh, money line. Uh, or, or, yeah, the money line parlay. Because I, I just don't see Chicago going into the city of brotherly love and taking advantage of what Philadelphia does badly. Uh, give me the Eagles. I like the Eagles a lot here. This just so almost like the Bears Chargers game last week. Where yeah, I just thought it was going to be a field goal game. One hundred percent. This really feels like a field goal game. And if there is a team that Trubisky can connect on, like how open was Taylor Gabriel that entire were, game against uh, the a handful of times? He missed a couple of guys. So you connect on one of those this week. You cover the spread. I would argue they should start Daniel. Daniel would have beaten the Chargers. I swear to God. I've seen it enough times when he would cut to spot stardust versus uh, when he was a chief all those years. I swear to God, I swear to you, Chase Daniel. He ripped apart the Chargers and put it put his team for a W. If their kicker could make an easy field goal, like when the I, I'm no like I'm not a lover of Trubisky, but he did what he had to do at the end of the game. He rose to the pressure. He took apart the Chargers. No, and no, his team dude, could not no, it off. they don't. Tr- it's not just the end. Like there was a play, Pat. I'm going to say it was when it was uh, – hmm, the Chargers were up. So, uh, this made the game – they had a third and nine, a third and goal at the nine-yard line, and the Chargers were running sort of like as three-deep zone as you can run when there's only like 25 yards of actual field to cover, and they did like a sweep run. <laughs> they don't trust him for anything. It wasn't just the end of the game. I get like being sneaky and running on third down and you think there's going to be a hole, but that run call against that defense, like it, it, like even Tariq Cohen gave up at the seven. It's like, no, there's no, like it's an impossible one. Like, how do you not try to make a touchdown? I was very amused by their play at the end of the first half. Insane! It, it may be like the single worst sequence any team has had all season. No, no, it was up there with the Chargers at the goal line versus the Titans. Very much so. But but but, no, but the big difference is the Chargers like tried to score a touchdown to win the game and they fumbled. They fucked it up. If they yes. fumbled, the Bears just didn't seem to have a clue what they, they were didn't doing. have a clue what they were going to do because they didn't. If the Chargers weren't up against like a, a, the Chargers would at least trust Rivers to throw there. They didn't make that call, but they historically have no problem letting Rivers throw from the two. They had they have zero interest in letting him make a throw there. Zero. I mean, the one time they tried to go to the end zone, they drew Allen Robinson, drew pass. What a horrible. That was not a good call. And that was right after we took a horrible roughing a horse collar when we tackled the guy two feet out of bounds. I was angry, but we still held him to the same goddamn field goal. Yeah. That but, was insane. So, t- uh, But for all the picking on the Bears, I guess I'm going to – I'll pick the Bears to cover – 
just a lot of it's just a lot of points for a defense that can't really stabilize itself. I really the like end. the Eagles. I'd love to see the Eagles get back on track. I got no no they're, problem. They're with sort that. of like the NFC Chargers right now. They they, need, that's they need, a compliment to the Chargers. They need maybe. guys back. When, like at full speed, the Eagles are awesome. They're just not there right now. Uh, and they're progressively getting there each week. So maybe they win this game, but I think it's a field goal game. So Chicago for me, you win the coin. Philadelphia, potential super lock for Tim. Potential super lock, really? Is it your favorite game on the board? Amongst them, yeah. One hmm. of the two or three that I really love. India, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh getting <laughs> a point, or Pittsburgh's plus one at home. 43 and a half, or 42 and a half, sorry. Okay, so it's minus one for Pitt. This line changed on me this morning. <laughs> I guess after the Monday night game, I should have done these notes before, you know, after the game ended. Either way, minus one Steelers at home. 42 and a half is the over under Mason Rudolph shook off a rough start against the Dolphins. Ended up coming back. James Conner may or may not play in this game. So Jalen Samuels is going to start at running back, presumably because Benny Schnell is out also. But the big thing that I look for in this game is I really think that Indy's defense is going to shut down the Steelers. I think Indy's going to be my super lock this week. Uh, I think this is just a massive disrespect. Like, Pittsburgh's not good. There's only one thing. Indy's defense is terrible. Indy's defense isn't terrible. I think it's 26th in DVOA. It's a really bad defense. It's it's 28th against the run. So they're not great at stopping the run, but down, you're starting running back. I mean, that's not going to be great. Uh, But I just enjoyed what they've done against some really good offenses. Like, they shut down that Kansas City offense. I think the Colts have been living uh, very, very dangerously. This team is not as good as its record suggests. They're going to lose. They're not going into Pittsburgh and winning. And there's another one of the teams on the very short list uh, for Superlock. I, I do not like Indy this week going into Pittsburgh. I mean, a dome team going on the road to begin with is never great. And this team has sort of just barely escaped in a few games. I don't like them here. I think it's a bad, I think it's a bad spot for the <laughs> I think it's a really good spot for the Steelers. I think it's a game where you either play the Steelers or you don't play the game. All right, well, play one for sure. Yes, Paul? I just wanted to say those stats are probably skewed a bit by Leonard was out for a lot of games, and he's yeah the centerpiece of that defense. Yeah, Leonard's back. Malik Hooker is back. They've, they've been pretty good on defense. I <laughs> love Indy. The only thing that literally scares me from wanting to super lock it, though, to, uh, Pat, is this, is this is flirting like with a big public side because it seems – Oh, uh, really? Yeah, Pittsburgh didn't impress anybody. Yeah, but they almost came back and covered that giant number. Every Listen, I don't want to... The world was on Miami, too. That Well, that was an embarrassment of... Um, people made fun of the Dolphins' play, two-point conversion play versus the Redskins as a uh, tank play. The biggest tank play of the year is an all-out blitz uh, when the team's at midfield with 20 seconds left. What's the cost-benefit analysis of a sack there? It's still the end of the goddamn half. Well, maybe Flores was playing blitz before well, the was, game. Well, no, that's, the type, house. that's literally the play, overload blitz, that like if I'm playing my six-year-old cousin, I will call and be like, just hit X quickly. <laughs> you know, like score a touchdown, kid. Because I can control that. I'll send everybody. You can run. That's insane. That is the most obvious. We, like pe- That play for the two-point conversion was a fair play. You think someone's going to blitz? You have an outlet quick? I've seen that play run at the goal line hundreds of times. I've never, almost never seen that. Um, when you're up against the clock of the half, you gain nothing. A six-yard, a, com- a sack gets you the same place as an incompletion. Halftime. Now, where were we? Uh, I wish I could trust 
Pittsburgh to bet them, I can't. Even though this will be a game Vegas will love Pittsburgh to win, I'm going to take Indy here just solely based on coach quarterback. Yeah, quarterback, me, right quarterback is Brissette better. Coach is better. Is, it, it's a significant game. It's a one point game, but I think there's a significant edge in coach quarterback. Um, you know I've, how I feel. Tim can bring out DVOA. There's something about uh, the Colts when they're healthy, or especially have guys like Leonard there. They're just a, a team that lacks a weakness, in my opinion, on many levels that will find a way against a backup. I don't like, I'm afraid the public won't let me bet the game. Uh, I wish I had the balls maybe to bet Pittsburgh, uh, but for the purposes of here, I got to take the Colts. I think you're going to be surprised how many people bet on Pittsburgh. No, I don't think Pittsburgh impressed anybody. It's also a short week for them. The, the key to this game just comes down to can Pittsburgh's defensive line get through the best offensive line in football or maybe the second best behind the Saints? And I don't think they can. If they can't generate pressure on Brissett, they're going to lose straight up. So I'll take the plus one and move on with Indy. Next game is off the board. So it's a tough one to talk about. Minnesota, Kansas City. We don't know if Mahomes is playing or not. I don't think he's going to play. Does anyone think he's going to play? Well, clearly Vegas does, or they put a number out there. No, they don't. They don't want to get their pants pulled down here. That if they set the number, like what's the line with Matt Moore? The line was like last week. It's like an eight point. It's too big of a difference. Like you said, they just can't get caught. If you're going from if you're going from Mariota Mariota to Tannehill, (laughs) it's no difference. You can set a number and say, "Worst case, we're going to be off by a point and a half." That happens to us every Sunday. Um, This is way too much, and they can't. Uh, it's not like a horse race when you make your bet that you get a final number. You get the number that you're betting it at, and they can't get caught there. And it's one of those situations where you would have to post it that minute that Mahomes like people. But but um, but if you post it like Matt Moore is playing, and even if there's a five percent chance that Mahomes is playing, then that you know Kansas City plus four and a half or whatever it might people be. People try to middle that too yeah. hard. Um, this is actually an easy one for me. It's it, Mike Zimmer's ATS numbers with extra time are Andy Reid, Bilicekian, okay, Sean Payton esque. But Tim, this Minnesota team the past two years is basically winless outdoors against winning teams. Yeah, I, I don't know how you could ever take the Vikings in this game. I don't care who it's. Well, going he called to them trash. Just they as a, just as Green team. Bay fans, you gotta stop talking over him. You drown him out when that happens. By the way. He's talking over me, too. He's, he's not talking over you. He can't Roll talk it. because on our system, he cannot talk over you. When last week, Tim said Green Bay is now his team du jour. Packer fans head for the hills. Every shot he takes at the Vikings fans or the Vikings roster just has them <laughs> palming their hands together, snickering. I mean, the Vikings played terribly, terribly against the Skins. And yeah, if Keenum doesn't get hurt, I think Washington wins it outright. They lost to the Bears just a couple of weeks ago. Let's not forget, this Vikings team is a bad football team that's uh, taken advantage of a pretty weak schedule so far. Uh, I don't care who, I mean, uh, even Mahomes, if he plays, he won't be the Patrick Mahomes of even a couple of weeks ago. I think he'll certainly be labored. So I, I, I still think I will play the Chiefs at pretty much any number, but uh yeah, I, I think that if Mahomes plays, the line will be too heavy in the Chiefs' favor. I, I think if Mahomes plays, it should be like Chiefs by three and a half, and I think it'll be more than that. So, anyway, I'm going to take Kansas City. So, what do you have more as the line? 
I, I, we, there is no line. Well, what would if you it's, if it's more, guess? Vikings by two. Vikings by two and a half. I would have said no. I would have said three and a half, four. I don't know if we can get that high with them. If the, the Packers had to lay five, I say the Vikings is a pick'em. The Packers had they, to lay five, and they covered it in a game that everyone bet Green Bay on. So no matter yeah. like you could set the five again, and people would bet against Kansas City with Matt Moore. So they no, felt good about winning their money. People won't go to the window with the Vikings the way they do with the Packers. I they think a lot of people like betting the Packers. Yeah, they no, I, I agree. I people not interrupting yeah. me. See? <laughs> no, I I agree. People don't. There's still that Kirk Cousins, as much as he's trying to shed it, they're not going to the window like Aaron Rodgers. No, on I Sunday understand night. that. But if they did did just go to the window betting Green Bay in this exact same spot against a backup quarterback and it worked, they'd probably go back and do it again. If they watched the game, they knew how lucky they were in a McCoy fumble, and that possession is probably the one uh difference maker. I'm taking the Vikings, Mike Zimmer, extra time. Um the Vikings as much as I think they're far better than Tim, I can't deny they still have something to prove, especially they don't win important games outside. They don't win games versus teams that are good, quote-unquote. So they still got a lot to prove. They got to go. Give me the Vikings, Mike Zimmer. I'm going with Tim here. I think even if Matt Moore plays, it's Kansas City. That's the play. Just Minnesota's bad outdoors on the road. Just to fade them in those spots, and you'd be up a ton of money right now. So I'm going to continue to, because I never do that. I'm going to go with the trend for once, and now it's going to backfire in my face. Oh, fun game next. Jets at Dolphins. Miami. God, don't let this be the game the Dolphins win. That's all I have left to hope for. I, oh, this, this is only plus. Hold on. This is only plus three now, Paul? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it was four and a half last night. It was five so, and a half last. It was five and a half when yeah. I did my sheet. So, uh, so essentially... Even though the Dolphins completely blew up in the second half, looked like the Dolphins, the books respect that first half by them enough to give the Dolphins some points. So that's an interesting take. I feel refreshed. I feel refreshed. You should feel refreshed. Oh, you know what? I just saw that. That's (laughs) awful. I just oh, I, I didn't see that. I thought the ghosts on that damn thing. Now I'm seeing this. <laughs> oh, come on. Put that down. Take a sip, Jeff. I, I don't need this. I don't no, need this. Listen, I'm gonna make my point. I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my point succinctly and quickly. Right. What the NFL allowed to happen to Darnold with that video clip was a <laughs> sip. You the idea that you would allow one of your up-and-coming stars to be sold out like that and to know that he's going to be humiliated when you let that out was ab. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then the fact that look the at the screen, allowed- Tim. Tim, the screen. <laughs> and the very idea that the league allowed Jacksonville to do what they did and did not heavily fine them for that is I, I cannot believe it. Fine Jacksonville. Being- because they played For, the Ghostbusters music. Why would and allowed their mascot dress up like a ghost? The, I mean, that is not just bad sportsmanship. <laughs> you that that's yeah. the to the league. I to do that to one of your, to do that to a star quarter uh, hope uh, what you hope to be a good quarterback in a big Oh, quarterback. hold on, hold on. What was that? A quarterback the NFL needs to hope is really good. Why? Because will the will the NFL fold if Darnold's not good? <laughs> no, but the, the NFL is always better when the teams in their biggest cities are good. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think like having the Giants be good and the Jets just be awful has worked out for no. them for a very long time. 
the Jets put up huge numbers in playoff games. Take a look at the game we had against the Steelers or the games we had against the Patriots. The Jets put up huge playoff numbers when the Jets get in. <laughs> so it wasn't the Steelers. So it wasn't the Steelers who put up giant numbers at all times. What? So if what? like Sam Darnold's a star, I am not you're... done. I am not done. I'm still angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish this point if it kills me. The league allowing this to happen was unacceptable. People had to be fired. This kid is 22 years old, and they threw him under the bus, and they they know what sort of media climate we live in, that as soon as that clip gets on the air, the amount of jokes, the amount of sarcastic, mean memes that were going to be created were going to be you know extreme. And it's exactly what happened. There was no apology. There was no, oh, I'm sorry. And now they've allowed this to happen. They're, they're allowing the poor kid to you know, have his life ripped apart with these types of jokes. Like That can have a real negative effect on things and that, so it's just unaccepted this wouldn't have happened to a young player on the 49ers or on the Steelers or on the Patriots but they allowed it to happen to us it's absolute <laughs> nonsense uh, and I'm very uh, upset about that now let's turn to this team right now no this no team- no hold on before before we get to the team shouldn't Sam Darnold have a bit more like makeup yeah like, like, should he have some some fortitude to block out the haters Tim you know how you well, make it a joke you just play right? better yeah, well, you know what? He's very poorly coached, and he played poorly on Sunday. I mean, he had, like, two good drives, and he had several bad drives. He played very poorly against Jacksonville. The whole team did. They're poorly coached. They're not prepared. There is nothing commendable about it. I am terrified of this game because it just – the Dolphins are getting closer. And I can't even look at that photo. It just gets me so angry. Take it down, please. I, I don't want to look at it. The very idea that we could be the team to give this stupid Dolphins team its first win just makes me want to throw up. Because I know that it's a real possibility, and everybody sees the Dolphins are getting closer and closer week after week. You know, going to South Florida at home, that's a good spot for the Dolphins. The Jets have to travel. (sighs) You know, back-to-back weeks in Florida. Again, talk about the league doing everything it can to hurt us, right? (laughs) After allowing us to play the Patriots, and the Patriots come off a mini-buy. Now we have to go to Florida two consecutive weeks, two trips all the way down. What a horrible trip. What a horrible trip. Those, well, you know those hor- the scorching conditions of late October. Long, long get out of here. Long, long trip. trip. Get you're so, you are such a soft. You Who's, here's a poll. Who's softer, Cast or Sam Darnold? Maybe <laughs> Sam Darnold. Way and I'm a Darnold defender, but you are so out of line, Tim. You are so I'm out, out of line. line. The league hung him out to dry. Of course, they hung him out to it dry. It was an innocent thing. That's a joke. You know how you end the joke? It's like the butt fumble. If you're just good, it doesn't no. matter anymore. The like league it doesn't matter. The league re-showed that fumble over and over and over again to the point where poor Sanchez's whole demeanor, like his, if he, it's he, ESPN's he, fault for airing the highlights. You, it wasn't highlighted once or twice. They showed that. Oh, they bring it up. They still bring it up. They still mention so it. So what? They like, still bring up that stupid cocky play where a guy's try, scoring on an open net and he's just standing there and then they take no, it not, the other way and scores. A Patrick Steffen that, bullshit. That doesn't, have a, that doesn't have a name in the popular culture. Sam Car- Darnold's ghost That game. you get oh, good God. with the bad, pal. You want to be a free... No good. When is the good coming? I'm waiting for the good. I've <laughs> I'm been just standing saying, here if you want to... Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm a Chargers fan. When the Chargers... No. no. When the Chargers are bad, they aren't, like... Embarrassingly they, no, bad? No. They don't exist. Because no one, like, cares about them. When the Cowboys are bad... They're still like a top three story on every NFL network like show because they're the Cowboys. 
like when the Yankees are bad, it's like still, it's as much news as when they're good almost, when they're really bad. You know what I mean, kind of? Like, there are problems. Tim wants to have it both ways. You can't stand here and tell us the Jets are a preeminent franchise, but when it's bad, that's part of being a preeminent franchise, that things go to a different level. But when they're good, and if he's good in New York, all the positives you speak of are there. He's the face of the league. No, see, th- this is you actually... don't th- hang a 22-year-old out to dry like it that. Was on so that. Does he play in the NFL, Tim? Then I don't give a fuck about his age. It was so innocent. It was so innocent. And it's such a simple thing to get over. Just be a good quarterback. I I like how every network can go after Baker all they want. That's fine. They didn't. They treated him with kid gloves. That is not true. Everyone just jumps down that guy's throat with Sam. Oh, it's kid gloves. He's so young. He's so young. You can't make fun of him, Jeff. They are making fun of him, and they do yeah, treat him. can't make fun of him. He's too no, soft. They go, he can't hold listen, up to it. Mayfield gets put into the fire, and he gets he gets picked on for how he acts immaturely when he is put in the fire when things aren't um, going but his he way. Puts himself in those circumstances. Sam didn't ask for that. The league chose to take him. He's a preeminent. He's a friend. He's a he's a he's a number. Two or three overall pick. Who the, the guy who probably should have been the first pick of the XFL? He's a number three overall pick the, uh, on the, what you deter- Sam Darnold, the fat Jeff Feinberg. On <laughs> he's a number three overall pick on what you deem as a preeminent franchise. My point being is the spotlight is there. If it's bad, it's still there. It's not like Mariota where it just oh, it's like a thing. That he's not good and he isn't playing anymore. It's a main thing. Now, and I'm not saying he's bad. I would still pick him over Minshew. What? But you even admitted you might be wrong about it. I said I could be wrong, but <laughs> the ceiling, where I think their ceilings are, it's still obviously worth the taking the chance on on Darnold. I think Minshew can be a very good average NFL quarterback. I've seen things from Darnold that make me think he could be like a, a top eight quarterback. Yeah, like in if, the if he can start hitting his own teammates in stride like he does. Well, that's defenders, part of like it. That's, that's part of notch. it. But, I'm but sa- when you talk about like the attention that the Jets get and the preeminent franchise shit like that, the good stuff never happens with the Jets that way. The media likes to mock the Jets. They do. That's well, their, they do things that are worth But that mocking. is their place in the culture. If they're really good, we really wouldn't hear all that much about it. But when they're bad, it's funny Maybe. to everyone because yes. everyone hates the Jets. Sure. But I'm just telling Tim can't have the preeminent. Both ways. Yeah, but it's not preeminent both ways. He's he's actually right. No, but he always preaches about what would happen, what happens when they're good because they're preeminent. Yeah, but they're not. But I'm no saying, one cares fine, when they're good. But if they but when they're bad, there's certain teams that take a spotlight. Yeah, they're one because they're known for being bad. Sure, and they play in Jersey, and there's a lot of newspapers in town. Um, so that's part of it. I think the Dolphins are at, like, they're doing things once or twice a game that I'm convinced they're still trying to lose every game. The spread is only three. If Darnold can't make fucking plays against this secondary, holy shit, Tim. Like, just jump in the lake. Yeah, I know. I'm taking against this secondary. If he can't, like, I know. Maybe you'll lose 42 to 40. But that would mean Darnold made, like, a handful of amazing plays and your defense is dog shit. If if you guys don't move the football and look good, fuck, man. It's trouble. I know. I know. (laughs) So you're taking the Jets? Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins are actually trying to – they called an all-out blitz with 20 seconds left. 
<laughs> hey, they just traded for Tlaib, who's on IR. And they just put Xavier and Howard on IR as well. <clears throat> so they might just play with, oh, no, you know how, like, when we were kids and you didn't have enough people for a baseball game, you had to play, like, ghost runners on second? Oh, what what if the Dolphins have to play ghost corners? What's going to happen to Sam then? Oh, so that pass was, like, high and wide. There's no way would have caught it incomplete. Um, I got a couple questions for Tim, though. Okay. I wrote them down. God. Well, I'm curious. Are you do you have to feel lower now than you did like a month ago when you said like you sort of resigned to it and the fe- you've sort of allowed yourself to not feel anymore because you're allowed to feel like you actually must feel significantly worse now than you did like a month ago, right? Much much worse. <laughs> Just need to clarify that. How about- and we're not going to get a Jets will make the playoffs in 2020 like is is that coming or no? No, that's not coming. It wouldn't come in 2020, 2021, or 2022 at this stage. So he's like, he's dead again. I mean, we know he was he's dead, dead again two weeks ago. No, they I said know. they were going to run the table and beat the Patriots. I know he's dead again, but Tim, you did this to yourself, man. I have no one to blame but myself and Adam Gase. Honestly, okay, that- 4 p.m., 4 p.m. on Sunday when they beat, when they squish the fish, we know he's going to be like, the Jets are back. No, we're I gonna do this. So. Like that's happening. He's you don't not think dumb so. enough to take a win versus the Dolphins. No, not everybody. Oh no, yeah, but when you're desperate, you take a win whenever you can get it, Jeff. It would just be a slight. It would just be a sense of relief. It would be. Yeah, it, it would be more relief we didn't embarrass it's ourselves. Like scoring a goal in a soccer shootout, where you know you don't celebrate when you score. You're just delighted that you didn't miss. But don't you give yourself the soccer clap? Like is expected to to score okay. from the spot. That, that's what this game. Also, oh, I, I have a question. Okay. Would this be the worst loss of them all, knowing it's Fitzmagic doing it? No, it wouldn't be the worst of them all. The Patriots game is the worst. But this one would also be awful, because I know way too many Dolphins fans who would not be gracious. So, put it this way. Someone offered Tim a spread. I saw this. An alternate spread, minus 28 and a half Dolphins. Miami. For Miami, for Miami, who are underdogs in is this game. Is that a pick em, like bet, like mine it, like even? No, he said, Tim, bet? like, give me what odds, like, I would get for that. And for Tim refused to do it. Well, why would he want to give real, like, the odds for that yeah, be, like, insane? Like, yeah, the, the actual odds are probably, like, 50 to 1. But if you had given this guy, like, 3 to 1, he probably oh, would have taken it. Sorry. Then, of course. Yeah, he just, he asked us to set what the odds should be. And he refused to set the odds. Too afraid they're going to lose by more than four touchdowns. I'm just terrified, that's all. If, I know I keep going back to it. If they are a preeminent franchise. They're not. We are, we already know okay, they're not. Okay, but do you know what will prove they're truly, 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 truly not, even though you already know they aren't? If they let Gay stay. No real team would let this, would let him stay. A preeminent franchise can afford to eat two years on a contract, can afford to go again and pay another coach because it's what is in the best interest of football ops. Teams like the Bengals, teams like the Chargers, Cowboys. teams like the Lions. <laughs> no, not the – sure, you can make the joke now the Cowboys. They – like, there's so many reservations about firing a coach, about paying two coaches at once, that they just, like, will die almost in place. The Jets, any real franchise doesn't allow it to happen. Um, and I'm curious, both with the Jets and the Browns, at what point, you know, the future of these two very young quarterbacks – do they escape them from these horrible situations? Maybe they'll trade coaches. Gase for well, Kitchens. Who says Brown no? Runner, 
The Browns aren't afraid to fire coaches after one season. I'm pretty sure. Well, they should. And we'll get there with the Browns. But imagine it was Hugh Jackson doing the things that Freddie was doing, like the lynch mobs. That would exist. Well, they're coming at Freddie anyway. Well, yeah, I know. If it was he, it would be even worse. At least you had that long track record of it. And the, well, the guy went, went like 0-35 or something. Um, and and we, have, we got, um, yeah, we got, we'll get to the Browns later. But again, the Dolphins, there's an active effort. There's an active effort. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the Jets as well here. Uh, I might actually bet this game. I'm not betting super on the Jets it. ever again. I tried that last week. Not great Jets. I super locked them versus Dallas. I know, and that worked me. out great. Not so much against Jackson. <laughs> Can Miami get to the passer? Because what happened to this offensive line, Tim? You told me it was going to be great this year. Awful. They've had injuries. They're not well coached. They're terrible. You want me to say? Who? I mean, do we want to run the bell clip? People can go to Twitter if they can see the bell clip. Did you no, know you got to run it. You got to run it because the offensive lineman, he has his power rank number one, has um, turned the organization into a laughingstock. Can you power rank your favorite jet signings for us, please? Sure. Number one was a trade for Osemele. I think that was a fantastic trade. Guy who, after though he had, had gotten hurt in 2018, in 16 and 17, as a pro bowler, all pro one of those years, you need to build an offensive line that can protect uh, your franchise under center. I thought that was fantastic. Second is Bell. You mentioned you need to uh, provide a target. Well, the best pass catching running back in football is named is Le'Veon Bell. You go back and watch the highlights of that Jaguars playoff game, the last game he played. I mean, his he he's a receiver out there who can also run. I mean, he's the queen on the chessboard. Uh, the Jets are at least building the offense the right way by saying, okay, we've got a, a quarterback. We're trying to develop. He's cheap. We need to put as much talent as we can acquire around him. Uh, to allow him to, to flourish. So the bell signing is second. Third is Mosley. They needed a linebacker desperately. He's not a pass rusher. He's a classic in-coverage uh, guy who gets a ton of tackles. So I think Mosley would be third. Crowder fourth because, listen, you can never have too many decent to good receivers. When he's healthy, he's a quality, like, number two receiver. Uh, and that's what he's going to be on the Jets, two, three receiver. He's a, he's a good player. He's not elite by any means, but he's a darn good player. You pair him with Anderson and Anunwa and even Bellamy to extent. That's a bomb squad at receiver. A you, bomb you squad! A yeah, I can't defend that. Like, that's imbe- like winning and losing is one thing. That side plot with him is such an ugly side plot to to the vomit of the season. It takes the embarrassment to a whole new new level. I was really hoping Jamal Adams would get traded just so I can hear Tim say he wasn't all that good anyway. No, I'd have been crushed. That's a real legit superstar you build around if you don't get rid of him. I mean, that's what you said about Le'Veon Bell, and then you turned on him earlier today. Well, Bell's not performing. Adams is still amazing at what he does. He does it week in, week out. Yeah, but he's not the queen on the chessboard like Le'Veon Bell. No, no. Bell's an offensive. Bell used to be that good. He's just he's not being used correctly, and he's not not playing well. What do you want me to say? Honestly, it just makes me want to cry thinking about this. Season. Let's you, move on. You should start to cry. Oh, uh, one more bad uh, fat Jeff Feinberg pass. That's why I'm calling Darnold from now on, by the way. <sighs> He's like the pudgy you. But he can't throw a screen pass. He throws a screen pass like Brett Favre throws to people 40 yards downfield. He just guns it at Le'Veon Bell from like three yards away. It's really bizarre. And they don't try to utilize Bell out of the backfield as a pass catcher yeah, at all. Ever. It's weird. I hate when the Chargers play at one because I miss so much. 
That was not a game you really wanted to watch. I still way. like seeing the ugly. All right. Next game. Oh, you want to see ugly. Tennessee at Carolina. Carolina open at three and a half. They're up to four. 41 is the over under. The Titans are up to number two in run defense for the year. The Panthers are bad against the run, as we saw last week. Feels like a get right spot for the Panthers, even at minus four. McCaffrey's better than anyone's run defense. That's good enough here, I think. I'll take the Panthers minus four. Again, this is sort of like the indie game. I wish I had the balls to bet Tennessee because I feel like the books are baiting us. Because I, 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 when I make my lines, I had this thing five and a half. Oh, Six, really? yeah. Coming off, getting beat 55 to 13. I did. I think Tennessee, I think Carolina's going to have a big bounce back. I do, too. I so minus I, four is a fair number. I, I like it, but I'm also worried that they're baiting me into it. In Tennessee, won another game they should have lost. Ryan Tannehill threw three picks on one drive, and they all got wiped out by penalties. Annoying. Titans plus the points. I like the extra point. I think I'm getting. I think these teams were e- more even than we think. So you're going to give me four. I'll take the points. How long do we see Cam, do you think? As soon as he's healthy. So I don't know. Maybe next week. Yeah. Like the no point in rushing him because he's your future. But no, like I, I don't he, know. Do you think like Jeff? Do you think that they treat Cam Newton as their future right now? It doesn't feel like they want to. No, I I would, but it doesn't feel like they want to. There are some Cam ru- Newton to the Jets. There are some rumors about where he would go. There were some bear rumors. I wouldn't. I don't know. I, you worry that he'd be damaged goods to to trade for him? I wouldn't. If he's healthy, he still can. Like the guy came. He, yeah, if he's healthy. Like it wasn't a shoulder injury coming there. He hurt his foot in the preseason. Then the guy couldn't run or plant. Like what do you want him to do? Yeah, and I guess they didn't let him get healthy. He just played and tried, hoped it would just go away. Um, but it doesn't seem like they want. It seems like they might look to unload him. I don't know if that's just like the internet that I read, but. Well, I mean, according to the internet, every Jets player was getting traded today, and none of them got traded. According to the internet, Tom Brady's going to be a Charger next year. Nice. Oh, see, now I was going to bring that up when we talked about the Patriots, assumed to be L.A. Charger Tom Brady. Why is he going to the Chargers exactly? I don't know. There's a lot of rumors about that this may be his last year with the Patriots. They're having trouble figuring out what to do, what's next. He has but why the Chargers? Well, because they want to make a big splash going No, because it's like, oh, it's Los Angeles. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it's pretty clear. I, I would rather a 39-year-old Rivers than a 42-year-old Brady, and people can shit all over me, but I, I don't know. think at this point, I could I be wrong. Rivers, I don't think Rivers is playing after this season. I kind of think this is it for him. You get kind of get that feeling, too, as you watch the games. So this is probably a retirement year for him. And that's okay. Like he's There's one him. game. The Pittsburgh game's the only game that's been his fault. I don't know. He just doesn't seem to have the same – I mean, you watch the games more than I do, but he doesn't seem to have the same spark. This season, if you know what I mean. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's literally, I I have not seen, it's it's never changed. He's lost a spark, Jeff. The guy wore his high school letterman jacket for the game on Sunday because we were playing the Bears and it was an old school feeling. Fine, I will concede that point to you. Then you watch it more than I do. But I think one would have all their work cut out. Did you see him yelling at the refs on like the third play of the game? I just don't think he'll be there next season. We'll see. Well, you said he's going to retire. Those are I two different that. things. I you do, said he's, he's losing his love and passion that you're not seeing, and you bit. don't see him playing. You think that's different? I, that's different than 
maybe he's the quarterback in Tennessee because he wants to move the family back to Decatur, Alabama. I don't see that either. I think he, and I, I think if I were him anyway, I'd maybe retire at the end of the season. He's played a long time. He's made a lot of money. He's all no, favor. no, no. I don't it. want Tom Brady to be the quarterback next year. I think Philip Rivers will be fine as the quarterback next year, but they just have to go get someone to be behind him. Could you imagine I'm, they have someone behind him? Could you imagine Brady playing for any other team but the Patriots? No. No. The answer is no. He's going to be, he'll either be on the Patriots or he'll be retired and he'll probably just but be on the But it's just the internet's like, it's it literally in the span of one minute, two different publications literally will tweet, like make these stories that Tom Brady is very, is very possible to be a charger. And then this like college football scouting service thing t- tweets that the Chargers more than anybody have been extensively doing background on uh, Joe Burrows in a very deep quarterback class. Um, yeah, so I, I have no, I, I'm just saying it's shocking to think the Chargers might actually, obviously they're doing research on college quarterbacks. They have to draft one at some point. I don't see them signing Brady. To me, that's total nonsense, but it's not going away. And it's been like a week and it's still there. And now there's betting sites with like very odds that make you think it's actually possible. What if, they, what if they trade for Cam? No. Rivers retires, trade for Cam. He's not retiring. What if he retires before the season? He is not the problem. I don't know. He was picked as MVP by Tim, and it's just not happening. <laughs> well, that was a problem, but he is not—he is not the problem this year. Is it the curse? He's not perfect. He makes mistakes, but he is not the reason they're three and five. Absolutely not. Can I tell you a fun fact about the Chargers? They don't score anymore. I bet them fifty to one this morning to win the AFC. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Just have to put some money on the anti-curse. Come on now. That's I don't want to be Tim of two weeks ago, but we'll get there potentially. <laughs> You're definitely going to be. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Washington at Buffalo. Buffalo. Minus nine and a half favorites at home. 36 and a half is the over-under. This should be a team the Bills beat up on. But here's the thing. They won't. Washington will cover plus nine and a half Washington. What have the Bills done at home this year? They barely beat the Bengals. They barely beat the Dolphins. They've lost to the Eagles. I don't know. They lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Patriots. I don't know what's happening there. All those games have been close, Pat. Washington holds tight for San Francisco. um, Played very well at point spread wise and game flow wise for 80% of a game in which their quarterback got hurt versus Minnesota. I wish I had the stones to make this my super lock, but it's got to be Washington. This is this is way too many points. There's a Buffalo is good, and I like them, but there is a perception that Buffalo is way better now than they actually are, and there's a perception that Washington is as bad as they are, and I don't think either of them are correct. More than three points, don't take Buffalo. That's the mantra that I'm living by. But would I you- finally got them wrong last week. I think this actually depends on who starts for Washington. Because Case Keenum's still in concussion protocol, but if he starts, that's better. If Haskins, that starts, if Haskins starts, this could be 55 nothing for the Bills. Because he looks horrible. I wrote the score down 17-6 to six for Buffalo before I looked at the spread, so I'm taking the Bills. Okay. Does it, would it matter to you who's starting at quarterback? I would feel much better if Haskins was starting for Buffalo than uh, if uh, if Keenum was, certainly. Uh, and it's also a part of my uh, free money. Oh, Tim, 
Tim, what are you doing? You're giving Paul a heart attack behind the camera. Well, I mean, you're not going to lose. Is this is this for the Minshew the Minshew poll? Is this is this the attack back? Wow, you can't see me doing that thing from The Simpsons. No, because you, you, you mean the fact you that you're not on camera, your visual <laughs> cues aren't really translating. No, I was going to do what that that uh, that Fox did when Homer said, "This is for kicking me, isn't it?" Yeah. <laughs> so you're taking. No, I, I think Buffalo wins the game outright. I mean, I don't think. I, I, maybe the skins cover. That's certainly possible, but I, I don't see them winning short of a catastrophe. So yeah. This open at minus ten. It's down to minus nine and a half as well. Although there's no start. This is one of the situations where they don't need to announce a starting quarterback. We'll just yeah. put a number out there and live with the result. No, this, I feel like very few people are going to bet Washington Buffalo this week. No, I feel like people might actually be catching on to Washington being sneaky uh, ATS and they're going to get their ass kicked. So you're taking Buffalo? No, I'm taking Washington, but I'm just saying I'm square enough to like, oh, Washington's good. They play tight games. I can, and I, then this I is can the almost first. assure you Washington is not the square side of this game. I haven't looked at the numbers, but... If this is anything worse than like a 70-30 split on money between Buffalo and Washington, I'd be stunned. Well, 70-30 is huge. It's not like egregious. It's uh, like I, I had a very, very poor betting week last week. And the two games that I bet that I was that I got like big money games that I got correct, I waited until Sunday morning and looked at the money and be like, oh, that makes no sense. One was the Broncos with the world betting the Colts and the line moving towards yeah. the Broncos. And the other one was like Bears, 98% of the money on them over the Chargers. Like, you take the Chargers. So sometimes it's just best to wait to Sunday morning and check this stuff out. Chargers getting a field goal or more, I'm telling you. They are this week. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. We are now at halftime of the shows, which means it's always a special edition of a Cust Corner Mini. Tim, he's going to the well this week. With a revised version of the best Halloween candy list. New entries on the list? New spots on the list? Let's find out. Has it been released yes. to the public yet? No, I haven't. I figured it'd be better for SEO value if I sort of waited till after the show <laughs> and then put the show up. So I, I didn't spoil it uh, until uh, people have actually seen it. I can hear laughing. Why are people laughing at me? No one was laughing. I think that's just in your head at this point. No, it's maybe ghosts. they are laughing. The world is laughing because this is a guy that's put raisins and molasses on his and candy uh, corn. Molasses kisses, Jeff. <laughs> so you, you can't get mono from molasses kisses. All right. You know what? That's not funny. <laughs> Shall we begin? Go ahead. So I first thing I should say is that while the list that I made several years ago was great, that was back when I only had access to 140 characters. So I was obliged to sort of truncate that list. So now we have an opportunity to sort of dilate on it a little bit more. And uh, we'll start with, obviously, number one is still number one. Candy corn is still the best Halloween candy. You cannot get better. It is the top notch. Made with real honey. Nothing says Halloween more than candy corn. If you don't like it, you're just one of these posers who says, oh, I don't like candy corn. It's cool not to like it. It's, most people like it. It's really popular. You can buy it everywhere. The market, again, dictates that it's popular. If it wasn't popular, you wouldn't find it everywhere and anywhere during Halloween. So two, candy corn. Okay, well, just two things. One, best time to buy candy corn if you're in is the day after Halloween. Well, it's all when Halloween it's all, candy. it's the only thing left and it's marked down 98%. That's one way to go. Two, someone actually left a comment on Tim's list that said they'd rather eat the corn out of their own shit than eat candy corn. Uh, my comments, the day after Halloween, you best believe I'll be hitting up like the Walmart <laughs> on Friday. 
and you got to do it quick too because like before walmart, oh yeah before 11 a.m yeah. before like yeah, i'll try on. to get there do you know who you need to beat to the local walmart who? in case he buys all the stuff fat jeff feinberg <laughs> <laughs> no i'm there 50% off is a good deal. Is that the next part of the curse for the Jets? That Sam Darnold has like diabetes or something? Oh, like he's that? already losing toenails and missing practices. <laughs> Number two. Uh, I But I had oh. to also say Candy Corn is piss. And he, <laughs> he talks about it as like the market share shows. I swear to you, 85% of like where you see it, it's almost just like store decor as opposed yeah, to selling it. Yeah, it's decorations. It's like when people walk into model homes and try to eat the fake food. Yeah, it's just, it's literally, yes, it's there, but it's just like decor, Halloween decor, like a poinsettia plant would be at Thanksgiving or Christmas. I swear to you. He'll tell me I'm wrong, but trust me. Paul. We actually have a saying on our MMA show, Dog of Pride's podcast, every single week on Thursday morning on the Pat Mayo Experience Podcast said there's something called the cranberry sauce fight. It's like it's at Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce is on the table. It's there for decor. You don't really need it there. Nobody would miss it if the cranberry sauce wasn't there. Is that what you're kind of? I would. No, no. I'm gonna say if there's one thing I know Tim loves, it's cranberry sauce. Well, besides Tim, because we we already saw that he hates candy corn as well. After dressing, after dressing, cranberry sauce is the second best part of a Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. So candy corn number one. Do you have a new number two? Yeah, I've been thinking about it for a while, and I was like, say, what is it that I like best after candy corn? And the honest to heaven's truth is that raisins is number two. Regular sun-made raisins in the red box are sweet and delicious, and they're light too, right? So one of the important things about Halloween candy is you didn't want your bag weighed down with really heavy stuff. So the lightness factor to flavor ratio is critical. This is some, some science I'm dropping on you here, folks. And so you want to have a perfect balance between deliciousness and and uh, lightweight. And, and raisins sort of hit that perfect sweet spot where, you know, someone chucks in a couple of bags or boxes of those ravens. You get tons of delicious flavor. They're healthy for you. And it, it, they're lightweight. They're, they're a great classic when i go to the store and i see those red boxes of raisins at, at sobeys or the grocery store that's how i know halloween is a punch i mean that's one of the stores. so I, I that's why they're number two i love you them suck. would you jeff if you were trick-or-treating no would you rather get a box of raisins or a toothbrush so you let's say you got four or five things of raisins which i think that's would probably be a high pick because i don't think anyone gives them out anymore and he's talking about the weight. I'll trade the weight for like the f- small Snickers, and I'll take the. I'll be able to handle the weight differential between the raisins and the Snickers. Yeah, but this is such a. This is one of those takes where I'm shocked. Werther's original literally isn't like top reach three. out and they're like, "No, is he real? Like, is he real?" And I'm like, "I. That's. This is so absurd. It's such a I phony. It's it, such I a." I don't know. No, he I does don't know like what. raisins. I, I can vouch for him liking raisins. Okay, raisins are good. Those sun-made raisins are fine, but it's not better than raisins. like a bite-sized Twix. Yes, they are. Bite-sized Twix is not all that good. I'm just uh, insert chocolate bar here. We'll I'll say insert sour we'll patch kid, but bar. that'll oh, God. We'll get to the chocolate bars when we get to them. They're in the second tier of ranks. I so mean, because so this is. So this so, so this isn't chocolate raisin. This is not like glossette raisins. No, those are want to be dressed up. I don't like raisins. They're okay. Uh, I prefer the chocolate covered penis to the chocolate covered raisins. But you say, the, you say the chocolate covered penis? Peanuts. Oh, it, it sounded like you said penis. 
No. Chocolate-covered peanuts over the raisins, but whatever. Neither make the list because they're not, not, not that great. Number three of the molasses kisses, they're delicious. They're, they last for a while, too, after Halloween. You have to nurse them. Like, they'll last you for a while in your candy dish or in your car driving around. Like, I always have a big bag of them in my car uh, just to, to have one every now and then while I'm driving around. They're great. Uh, I bought some the other day because I uh, I wanted a bunch. <laughs> so you you hoard molasses kisses like old people like hoard hard candy. <laughs> so when you open up your man purse, do you have peppermint candies in there for the kids as well? No, but like in the console of my car, I have a bag of the Halloween among, amongst other things. I have a bag of the Halloween. Candy. How is it like a can of Diet Coke number one? No, we'll talk about again flavor to weight ratio. Very important. Yeah, but you love Diet Coke. I do love it, but it's bad for the like the Halloween bag. It's too heavy. Like I love mini sips too, but they're not on here either because again, it's too heavy for the bag. Yeah, but raisins are bad. So raisins why are they even on the list? Because they're delicious, they're sweet, and they're healthy for you. You know, here again, I'm giving some advice. Yeah, if there's one uh, thing we know about you, you're all about health. Well, sometimes listen, diet coke. It's good for you. Now, <laughs> number three, molasses kisses. Delicious. Number four, those mallow cream pumpkins. They're delicious too. The little tiny pumpkins. Uh, they're very similar to candy corn, not quite as good as candy corn, but they are lit. Uh, then there's a gap. And I have other fruit. I like other fruit for Halloween. Sometimes, you, like, like, for example, candied apples count for this. Caramel okay, so, you, so you're one of those creeps that puts the razor blades. That's why you're not supposed to, like, get candy apples. You know that, right? No, this, is, this is Darian brings this up every year. It's like he doesn't. Everyone, apparently everyone was told this as a child besides you. Don't accept would... candy apples from anyone because people hide razor blades in them. I like candy apples and caramel apples, so that's they're next. Then we get into the chocolate bars. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Kit Kats, but don't break your Kit Kats up. Don't play with your food like a child. Take a bite out of it. (laughs) Mars bars or Milky Ways. Uh, Then I have caramel bars, which I actually know how they get the caramel in those bars, but that's a separate point. Oh, so you know the caramel secret, do you? I actually do. And then uh, Coffee Crisp, and then there's a gap. Coffee crisp. Then we go into what I call the everyday chocolate bar. No, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Go back and you had Reese's. I actually agree with that. So Re- I have no Reese's, then what? Kit Kat. Okay, no. Then what? Mars, Mars or Milky Way. Well, is it Mars or Milky Way? Well, the same well, in bar. the, US, in the States, the Mars is a Milky Way. So oh, is that just, but yeah. Milky Way is something different here, then, isn't it? There is no Milky Way here. We don't really get one here. I mean, I you might it? at some like convenience stores that are like hip and cool that like go to probably tops for, across the border. Yeah, exactly. To go to like Costco in the States, then maybe you might find some Milky Ways. So Reese's, Kit Kat, Mars, Milky Way, Caramel, Coffee Crisp. That's what you yeah. got? Yeah. Then there's a gap. Then I then there's the everyday chocolate bars, like the ones that not so special get for Halloween because like people are always getting them. This is your Snickers. Don't right. how are hold on. how are Reese's and Mars bars and coffee and, crisp and, and Kit Kat. Kat. Those are as no, regular. Those are, no, no, those are as regular as a Snickers. I don't think so. To me, those are like specialty. Even though they're around those all are specialty year. Specialty. What items. the fuck do you mean mind, they're specialty? In my mind, I can't remember the last time I had any of those in full form, but I can remember always having them in the Halloween size form. So that's so just your no, no, no. They are equal. They're they're the Snickers and, and what else are you gonna name here? Snickers, O. Henry, uh, Crispy Crunch, uh, and then I've got Score. Like these ones, just I, I mean, I don't like Score at all. They're all literally they get the exact same goddamn exposure on every freaking convenience store or checkout counter. I don't know what the sales ratio is to all of these year round, but I would have to say that Reese's, Mars, and Snickers are probably by far the three most popular chocolate bars. 
Yeah, Arrow. No, people aren't blind enough to buy Arrow's cast. Tim sounds like he would love Arrow. That seems right in Tim's wheelhouse. I loved Arrow. I love Arrow bars. They're great. Jersey milk were always great too. But again, you didn't get these at Halloween. No, no. Like I would say, if you want my honest opinion, Tim, to me, like, and this isn't even right, but like, there's no way a Kit Kat or a Mars bar are exotic. Like the ones that I would consider maybe you could call exotic, like they aren't the full regular. Would be uh, like a Wonder Bar. Or uh, a Butterfinger. A Butterfinger. That's a great example. Uh, a Crunchy, uh, maybe a Crunch. Those are ones that don't that don't hit sort of normally, well, at least here in Canada. But every chocolate bar you name there, there's nothing exotic about a peanut, a Reese's cup, or a Mars bar, or a Kit Kat. Yeah, no, that's why they're higher up. They're, they're the they're, uh, well, I shouldn't say exotic. It's just to me, they're Halloween centric. No, they're not. Do you only think Reese's is because the packaging yeah, is orange? I was going to say that has to be. Well, it. I think that's a contributing factor. But anyway, they're like in all those different types of bags. And I don't know what yeah. like I gotta say, bite size Twix deserves a spot somewhere it's, here. It, it does very low on this list. Uh, so after those, so again after the crispy crunch, and I want to say he yeah. used to have the. Then I have the little. The, her, hold on. He used to have the Hershey's cookies and cream in his T5. Yeah, I decided to move that way down. We're going to talk about that. So then we move on to what I call the little pieces category. These are the mini Rolos, the M&Ms, the Smarties. Again, not that great. I think the weight to, to, to flavor ratio, I think they're heavier than they should be. There's a lot of air in those boxes and not a lot of flavor. So like they're, they're, un, they're good for weight, but they're bad on flavor. You don't get them a lot. So they sort of fall down the sort of scientific ranking. And then, yeah, then after the gap, then we have like the rest. And so at the top of the rest is cookies and cream. I just decided that honestly, I don't like it as much as I like these. So I'm putting it down there. You have cookies and cream. Then you have your non-chocolate candies like nerds, for example. I've been oh. on there. I, you know, they're not that great. I have like nerds, sweethearts, like get them in there, get them in there. No, in no, there. no. Nerds are, no. Nerds that yeah. go everywhere. Anything may nerds, Sour yeah. Patch, yeah, anything. I, Sweet, tar yep. uh, sweet tarts, and then dead last is Sour Patch Kids. Those th those things are vile. We'll always, well, I will die. Yeah, every, every, everyone besides in the world besides you love Sour Patch Kids. So like Sour Patch are. Kids is like near the top. No, like Doritos on this list because I don't like chips. No, see, chip, I mean, especially I like chips. especially you like those little snack bags. What I, I like the little snack bags, but only of Doritos. Like, I don't want Lay's. I don't find the actual Cheetos. No, not Cheetos. Like, no, for no, for Halloween, just walking a good around. puffy Cheeto. You get like fourteen of them. You in like that the little puffy. Sack. You like the puffy case. So there's, I'm a puffy. there's the puffy Cheeto. The there's puffy like puffy. Cheetos. I like the crunchies too, but if I had to pick, give me a puff. I don't yeah, want those on too. Halloween. Agreed. That's why I admit. That's why no chips made this list. But I feel like Doritos hold up well to the small packaging. If I had to pick one, it would be plain Lay's. I guess. Of course he would. <laughs> By the way, can we scroll back to Rolos for a second? Another classic old person food, Rolos. Mini Rolos are delicious. They're caramel, they're chocolate, they're quite tasty. So I'll tell Tim that right now in my house, we have both the, uh, see my favorite box, which I noticed my wife didn't buy, but I've never like said it's my favorite. Might be that like Cadbury box. Ooh. Is that the one with the Macintosh toffee in it? No, maybe, but it's got the caramel and maybe... Uh, I don't know what's in there, but right now we have that uh, the Nestle box. We're ready to go for Halloween, big, uh, yeah. which is no, it's uh, the the Kit Kats and the so Coffee Crisp. So we have one right now at our place that we're getting ready. But I've already cracked it. I tried. I'm trying. I, I have to. not cracked mine yet, but it has Mars Snickers, 
Peanut M and M's, regular and Twix, regular M and M's and Twix. That's a good box. That's the box. That That's is a the good box. box. It's the have. black box. Yeah. My wife bought the red box. It's the pricey one, but the, it's, it is a few more. You know, bucks it's a few more. Too, it's worth yeah. a few more bucks. People won't like egg your house or anything like that. But the actual candy box, you get Sour Patch Kids. Uh, you get Swedish berries, Swedish berries, the it, fish, and the peaches. And then the one, yeah, the peaches. But then there's also like a blue one too, which is just god awful. I mean the blue. Whatever one. comes in the blue packaging, maybe the it's the fish. fish. There's a fish. Yeah. The Swedish fish. Is it the Swedish fish? Because the, the Swedish berries are the red. So it's just fish then. I don't know what they call them, but yeah. But anyway, those are sort of the Sour Patch Kids, well above everything else. Are you a Fuzzy Peaches or are you a... I like all Cherry Blasters, Fuzzy Peaches, Sour oh, Patch no, Kids ch- is cher- number Cherry one. Blasters aren't in it. I, I know. I think but... Cherry Blasters could rival Sour Patch Kids. I said it. I yeah. love Cherry Blasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Who's maybe, sour? sure. I got. Maybe they're, too, they're definitely not. That's like anyone who says sriracha is too but This hot. guy's also like, he won't eat a sour key, and I love sour keys. Yeah, well, sa- if, no. sour, if sour keys were available oh, yeah, it's not for Halloween, Halloween candy, it would I'm be just, number one. Uh, yeah, I'm just going sour. Yeah. Keys over kids. The one thing he didn't bring up that I know he likes, which is the grossest fucking thing well, in I the world. I want to bring up that old What one. happened to Peeps, Tim, for one thing? I realized that, you know what? That is not a Halloween-centric candy, and as much as I love them, they really don't belong on a Halloween list. They're taking up valuable real estate, so I took them off. Okay, Whoppers was on your previous list. It a pre- I thought about that, too. I was like, Whoppers is not really a Halloween candy. At least the more I thought about it, again, I, I can have to make... Raisins isn't a Halloween candy. <laughs> I used to get raisins for Halloween. Didn't you hear him? When he sees the box of Sunmaids, that That's means Halloween is coming. That's right. It's like... I used to like getting mini sips when I was young, but they didn't give me the straws. Do you carve a pumpkin? No, I, I don't. I'd like. Do you to think? think that do I- you think they trust Tim? Like he can't even use a regular pair of scissors. He has safety scissors. Getting a knife into his hands to carve? Oh, please, that's a disaster written all over it. He would need someone to watch him. Be, I think it would be gross to take the middle out of the pumpkin. Now, the biggest thing, so peeps are disgusting. Everyone knows this. The next thing on the list, though, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about, the Cadbury-like orange-flavored pumpkin? I mentioned those. Oh, did you? Those are fucking disgusting. Yeah, I mentioned those pumpkins. They are number... To me, those are like decor, too. They were number four. No, it's like the chocolate orange... A chocolate orange, like, ball? Yeah. You, like, smash? Those he, cherry chocolate oranges are Christmas candy. Yeah, they have pumpkin ones too. They're the mm-hmm. exact same thing. They're oh, I've never, like I've, I have to say, I've never seen a pumpkin one. Yeah, they're awful, just like the ones at Christmas time. They sound good. Yeah, they're not good. They're horrible. O- orange and chocolate are a good flavor mix. No, they are not a good. Jeff, are orange and chocolate a good flavor mix? No, is the answer. Doesn't do it for me, but I see how it works for people. Yeah, but people not like Tim, crazy people. Yeah, I don't like that orange, that orange chocolate thing. I'll be I'll be hitting the that. store Friday to get some um like sixty percent off uh yeah day after <laughs> box. You just gotta beat Sam Darnold there. Paul, what were you saying? I was gonna say orange and chocolate. I'm okay with that. I'm on board with Tim. But the one real takeaway I had from all of this is Tim said that he knows how they get the caramel into the into the Cadbury. They inject it, but I don't he know. didn't actually explain how. Not allowed. So, can't say how, but it, I, I know. What, what's the the three secrets of honeycomb while we're at it? Can't say. This is just like the time that Tim claimed that someone came up to him and told him he wasn't cussed. <laughs> I was on a bus and that happened. Clearly it was a viewer of the show. 
He said to me, hey, you, you're not cussed. And they got off the bus. And I was like, oh, thank you. I know that. Tim also used to claim that he used to win awards for not being cussed. That happened once. But that you claimed it or you got an award? The fact that I got the award meant that I wasn't cussed. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah, you, you never got an award. We're all against me. I think you're just a, you really set yourself up to, to be against. <clears throat> this list is very horrible. Horrible Great. list. Great list. It sounds like the ravings of a demented person. It's, in a lot of ways, this is my magnum opus. I think you're trying to milk it for too much. Maybe, but I like it, and it's true. So, Jeff, back to you. Final final thoughts on this. Candy corn or pieces of corn from your shit? More appetizing. I'll take the shit. He called the shit poop. It's pretty close, because I hate fucking candy corn. Yeah, it's gross. It, it's disgusting. Okay. Imagine wasting, like, I'm going to eat some candy tonight. And, like, you know, you're old enough, you're not going to, like, you don't eat, like, all the candy. Like, even wasting a single piece of your candy ratio on candy corn seems really stupid. Like, I make fun of the people. Like, Tim will, again, disagree with this because he's, like, in the 4%. But I make fun of my dad, who's, like, 76. He loves black licorice and those gross, like, all sorts. And I'm like, that's because when you were a kid, that's because when you were a kid and you went to, like, the corner store, like, that was, like, it was, like, picking black licorice or, like, eating dirt. (laughs) So, like, all these old people have established this taste of it. Or, like, those black licorice cigars. Revolt. Those are delicious as well. My dad dad loves that shit. I want to make him happy. Bring him all that that shit. He's so happy. Like... I love those cigars. It's gross. Like now where kids yeah, Tim, like Tim has the palate of an 80 year old is what but, we're getting. Yeah, I mean, and I'm saying like not. now if you went into one of those like candy stores and the options that like they have now, it's like like everything. Everything. Ra- raisins, the easy for chewing. <laughs> well, I've just I've just released my revised list out to the world. I'm sure he'll be received very well. <laughs> if I had to wager. We'll see. Next slate of games, Detroit at Oakland. Another if, fish. If there is a bet you can make on Oakland to win the first quarter or, like, money line first half, take Oakland. Good team in the first half, awful team in the second half. So Oakland is favored by two points at home against Detroit. First you- tweet. So right, Top Cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know people mock you when they're saying this, right? Now, you may not choose to interpret that way, interpret it that way, but that's actually what's happening here. No. No. Of course. When I get praise, it's all, it's all trolling. Well, it's just, you just want to live your truth, and that's okay. We, we are proponents of people living their truth and not living in reality on the show. This show is an escape, Tim. Your entire life is an escape, <laughs> but hey, live your truth, man. That's how it works. People it's are one fun. of those French, our French friends that tweet the other person that one of us just tweeted. <laughs> So they're definitely just trolling you, Tim. No, they're not. And I'll be quick with this one because I don't think there's a whole lot to say. I'm taking the Raiders. I'm not picking Detroit outdoors on the West Coast. Not doing it. I'm with him. I like Oakland in this game, too. Yeah, let's make three of us. Uh, Detroit just seems like they'll be such a popular pick. That's the whole thing. The coin, um, the coin suckered in. The coin likes the Lions. To a different extent, I have similar feelings here as I do with Washington Buffalo in that I don't think Detroit, well, I definitely agree they're good, like they're a much better team than maybe we thought they were. I don't think they're as good as we now perceive them 
to be. And I don't think I I'm slow to come around, but I'm coming around because uh, I made jokes and wanted to hate them and and thought the whole Gruden thing, ha ha ha. By a lot of important metrics, there's a lot going right in Oakland. A lot. And I don't think even people like football fans want to give them enough credit for how right things are actually trending um, in a lot of key areas. Yeah, but, there. th- but there's one key area where <clears throat> let's just say these two teams swap quarterbacks. How much better would Oakland be? Substantially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. They need a better quarterback. Tough to Spot. find. Spot I, uh, you know what? This actually spot on again. Top cat. One tweet reads. Another tweet. You nailed it, boss. <laughs> that that was. The, who are these from? By the way, I swear Paul's like logging into burners and and glad Paul, handing this right no, now. No, I I, 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 gotta, I my, my hands are literally. Yeah, he's like, switching the show. I don't know what shows, he can do. Cameras, I got oh yeah, Tri- tribune of the people. Tim's burner account. You nailed it, boss. <laughs> The first one I see is Sour Patch Kids might be the best candy ever. And the the first per I, I'm looking at it now. The first person to give him credit are those uh, those French guys that that are obviously in. Yeah, on that's the what I said. Yeah, the ones that just tweet each other uh, to like let them Gally know. Po and then he tags his, his other. This one just says there. candy corn. That shit is ass. And this one says somehow a clothing store <laughs> showed up on this list four times. Oh, they don't understand what Gap is. That guy's just a moron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the internet. Um, back to football for a sec. I'm not kidding, and this really upsets me to say I this. I have the best tweet for this. Every single metric of the Raiders' offense statistically is what I assume the Chargers would be. Yeah, they're very efficient. Like their rank, their yards per play, like their rankings on offense are. If you told me uh, two months ago, their Chargers good. <laughs> 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 I don't even I don't even understand that. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to take a picture of that and then add it so that people know what you're laughing oh, at. Oh god. So people just go to my Twitter and so see what I'm I very see. envious of everything the Raiders have done. I've got to own it. Yeah, no, the Raiders are actually a, a pretty reasonably decent team. And they, this is the type of game they should win. Getting less than a field goal, I think is Kind of disrespectful, so let's give it to them. Let's I'd like it. Detroit to win. The Chargers play the Raiders. Yeah, you could use it. You could Thursday use it in Detroit. Listen, I think Detroit overall is a better team. They're just as Tim always says, they're a stupid team. They're going outdoors. They're going to the West Coast. Yeah, and they don't have the coach quarterback combo, sort of like that I'm blindly willing to take with with uh, like Indy. Yeah, <laughs> this is game is a complete no bet though. By the way, I'm not. It's not like I'm going to be like you know who I love this week, Oakland over Detroit. Yeah, I agreed. Uh, next game, Tampa and Seattle. I feel like this is fantasy game of the week. Like, start Jameis, start Russell Wilson. When you're making your DraftKings stacks, this is the game. This is it, eh? A lot of people play Matt Stafford at Oakland and try to bring it back with Waller on DraftKings. I say just load up on all the guys in this game. So, it's minus six Seattle. 52 is the over-under. Going to make this kind of easy. I like Tampa to cover. Now, Seattle has not been good at home. Very like Buffalo. Even yeah. like they've won some spots at home, but their overall home track record this year, not impressive. And Tampa just plays close games. They do. every single, Their biggest win of the season, they had the win against Arizona in Arizona, and they just beat Atlanta playing Matt Schaub at quarterback. And 
Yeah. They didn't even cover the spread against them. So and with Tampa, like Tampa will throw themselves out of the game, but Seattle's defense isn't good. They generate no pressure whatsoever. Yes, they'll score points and they'll probably score enough to win, but Tampa will score enough to cover the spread. In a very Chargers-esque fashion, I think after vomiting on themselves versus the Titans and handing the Titans a win, they come back quite strong. It was, uh, it was horrible. Would you be like? Would you be tempted for a money line here? No, I don't have that much faith. I uh, barely have enough faith in the plus six. <laughs> I mean, I'm I a Jameis fantasy now. owner, so I'm I'm excited about your ranking. It's a big match for me in my home league. Listen, Jameis can throw. He can throw five picks and fumble the ball in a game and still score twenty five <laughs> fantasy points. Just remember that. Yeah, Jameis is not going about as far as you can go continentally. Tampa to Seattle, and winning outdoors. Ain't happening. That's the fear. That is the I, fear. I like that you feel like Jameis is taking a horse and buggy to get to Seattle. Yeah, I'm taking the, the Seahawks. The Seahawks are on the money line parlay. You I, ever play Oregon Trail? I think the Hawks uh, win this. I I don't think Tampa's good enough to put up a fight. And Seattle's not great either, but they're good enough to, to take care of this game. They're, again, they're a team this year that's going to finish like 12-4 and four and get routed in the first round of the playoffs or something as a wild card or 11-5 and because they're not that great of a team, but things are just breaking their way. And they put up a win here. Uh, so the coin also likes Seattle. Uh, the biggest thing is that Seattle's very stuck in its ways of what it wants to do. It wa- Seattle wants to run the ball. They still run the ball at an incredibly elevated rate. And we saw the Titans run into the same problem last week when they just kept trying to run the ball up the middle for no yards every single time. Tampa does very few things well. One of them is stop the run. They're the best team in football against the run. So how long is it going to take Seattle to adjust? That could end up costing them the spread. I agree with him. I I think they're going to win the game. And I don't think that Jameis dies of dysentery on the way to the Oregon trail here, but I just like Tampa to cover the six. I think that their offense is potent enough that even if they're down by like 20 going into the fourth quarter, that they'll just storm back and cover the spread. Sorry. I'm just enamored with the replies to Tim. I'm team. actually doing the same thing. <laughs> so Jeffrey, are you taking, I, I like Tampa. I, I'm part of me thinks they might actually win the game, but I know they could vomit on themselves. Uh, but I'm very much on this Jameis wagon at the moment. I'm beholden to just him. Just don't freak out when he throws four picks in the first quarter. Because that's good news. He's just getting garbage time started earlier. That's what he did last week. I have a tough Jameis or Dak decision. And I Jameis, love the Monday night he's factor. Famous. Play Jameis. But but I do agree with you. This this feels like a 38-36 like 36 game. I'm reminded. 38-35. What was the week where the Chargers lost to the Patriots in New England when Benjamin took the safety or whatever like the hell happened. Seven, two years ago or yeah, something. Eight, yeah. Yeah, that was the game that we went to, Tim, remember? Yeah. 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 So around this time of year, end so, of October. So we went, we left at halftime of that game to get back from Foxborough back to the place where we were staying to watch the late set of games. We were working there at Gillette Stadium. Fun day. But remember that Seattle Houston game that night? Yeah, I do. That and was it, a game where Watson just kept throwing it deep. Yeah, and it was like it was like forty-two to thirty-eight or something stupid yeah. like that. This game, this game reeks of that game. Good. Yeah. Okay. Six seems like a lot of points. I I don't think Seattle's as good as people think they are, and I don't think, sort of like I was just saying about Oakland, I don't think people are sort of catching on to how. Listen, you're betting on Jameis. You have to know that yeah. it can go bad, but I don't think like much like Derek Carr. I don't think people are really respecting it, how solid Tampa is. Tampa's biggest problem is that Jameis turnovers, one, two, they run terrible plays on offense at absolutely the <laughs> yeah. worst times. Yeah. Like a fourth and like you 
Mike Evans can't be covered in this game. You need one yard. Jameis is actually scrambling around and getting yeah. first downs. Chris Godwin's playing in the slot. He had two-yard catch. That could work. No, what's wrong with Peyton Barber up the middle for negative four yards? That ends our game. Like, just this decision-making is bizarre. Tim, did you curse Bruce Arians? Is he now, like, a crazy person? No. They're they're not. Their problem is that, that Jameis is just too inconsistent. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, but he's the good Sam Darnold. All right. Oh, Tim's other favorite buddy here, Baker Mayfield at Denver. <laughs> oh, great. Tim's alter ego in this show, Baker Mayfield. Baker Trump. That, that's Tim's alter ego. Uh, so Den- it, take it quick. Well, can Broncos. I at least say the fucking spread first before you jump it in on matter. it? We're, gonna t- we're all taking the Broncos anyway. <laughs> we definitely aren't. <laughs> uh, mark me down for Cleveland. Yeah, I'm taking Cleveland for sure. Oh, please. Broncos in a route. No, Cleveland off the mat. Big, like, yeah. Is Tim, though, who's starting at quarterback? Tim doesn't care who's starting at quarterback, Paul. I couldn't care less who's starting at quarterback. The Here, Browns are not the going a mile strategy. high winning the game. No, Please, they're going they're to. Crash. I, I, I don't know what it means for the rest of the year, but they're going to win this game. They're yeah. going to win this game. Who's this jabroni Denver starting? Not Kyle Allen. I keep forgetting his name. Brendan Allen. Brendan Allen. Yeah, well, he Brandon, sounds good. I'm not sure. Uh, there's such a talent mismatch in this game. That's what I sort of have to go on. Yeah, like the only thing, like you can run on Cleveland. So it's going to be a lot of Lindsay. It's going to be a lot of Freeman. It's going to be a slower pace game. Denver definitely can win this game. But this is a really good get off the mat spot. I actually thought Cleveland played all right in New England. They had three really bad plays. They all happened in a row. Other than that, they played well. They did. The Bills and Cleveland have shown the blueprint of what you need to do against New England to beat them. They just haven't executed. Yeah, sure. But they have the right personnel to give them a lot of problems. Okay. So we'll see what Baltimore can do with them this week. Because Baltimore is sort of like the better version of them. Listen, the the, the Browns were in many ways, yeah, you could argue that game could have been closer. Off a bye, it was a real embarrassing performance on many levels. Uh, I think Chris Mannix said it best this week. What about Chris after Mannix? I missed it. No one's getting that one. (laughs) Um, It's almost like the most frustrating thing as a fan. And I know like we get on our high horse and like we feel we can do some of these jobs, but we truly know how hard. I never said anything about that. Sorry. That's you guys. No, no, I don't. I'd be a better GM than everybody. Sorry, My point. You have to let me finish my point. Like you have these moments. Uh, but you know how much goes into what these guys are doing and how long, for the most part, they've done it for. And you always concede that they do no more. But then you have these moments like the hiring of Freddie Kitchens. And th- those are just the worst moments as fans when you literally know, like, no, it's wrong. I'm telling you it's wrong. Please don't. And we're right. Like, it was so obviously going to happen this way. And as Chris Mannix said, it's literally like they held a reality show Oh, of who would be their head coach. But they didn't. They should have held a reality Freddie show. And that's who Freddie Kitchens, like, won. Like, that's, like, sort of where he came from. And it's an embarrassing situation. And they essentially, I mean, the GM has an ego. And Baker has an ego. And they both just wanted a coach that they'll own. And that's what they got. And they're fucked. You know how we talked about, like, Warren and I really consults hope- for some of these teams? Yeah. And we don't know which ones. Although it definitely seems like Kansas City is one of those teams, just based on their play trends. Cleveland is not one of those teams. The Chargers aren't either. Yeah, because, I mean, Warren Sharp even wrote it up this week. Like, they're so effective having two tight ends on the field. They've been excellent when they play two tight ends on offense at the same time this season. 
and yet they have one tight end and a running back in 84% of the time. And it's like their worst formation, yet they continuously go no, back to li- it. But literally, Freddie Kitchen feels like it was an like an American Idol, let's find the next head coach, and Baker's like the Simon Cowell of the game. Ooh, I like this. And it doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Tim, most thing he was right about this year, Freddie Kitchens and how horrible he was. No, Tim doesn't get it. That was literally like an 87% consensus. Yeah, but he was right about it. Sure, fine. Yeah, if, if we're right, going fra- right. to frame it like things like Tim doesn't see the obvious, I'm the one who didn't see the obvious. I thought the Kitchens would be all right. I thought he was getting a bad rep before he did anything, but I was wrong. Hasn't been good. Although I do think they win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. And their schedule sets up for them to play well. And maybe we could go into next year with the hype again because they could have a good December. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on a second. If Tim, if the Jets beat Miami, what would you put their playoff percentage at? 0.001%. Okay, even with their schedule that two weeks ago, you said they could run the table. Yeah, well, since then, they played absolutely terribly against two teams. That uh, has disabused me of that notion. So, but they played the two best teams remaining on their schedule, probably. That's not true. That's not true. Baltimore, Buffalo, Oakland. There are good teams left on that schedule. Jacksonville? They played Jacksonville last right. week and lost. And they so, lost to them. They're so, not making it. But how many, what, what are they, one and six? One and seven? One and six. One and six? They could theoretically go nine and seven. Like, nope. Not happening. Uh, Can't happen. Just like the Chargers can go nine and seven, the Browns Char- can go nine and seven. Like every other team with a d- three-game winning streak has the six seed in the AFC. Yeah, the Chargers are. What eight. is their record? The Jets, one and seven. one and six. It's one and six. I I give everything I got. I mean, they know they're a dead fish, but I give everything I got until you get lost number seven. No, I wait. No, I like when you're one and six, you're dead. But I'm just saying, like, as a fan, like, the math is always on there for me. You'll be there in two weeks. Don't talk to me. Well, not even two weeks because they play next Thursday. You'll be there in a week and a half. Do not talk to me. So if, if, let's say, the Browns win this game, right? They beat Denver and the Patriots beat Baltimore. That makes the Browns, what, three and five, four and five? What are they? They're two and five, so they'd be three and three and five. Baltimore would be five and three. So they'd be a game and a half back with a game played against Baltimore. Anyway, they just had to pick up they have to beat Baltimore again and pick up a game on them. Like they're not done by any means. No, they have the Bengals, they have two Steelers games. They have a favorable schedule. That's why I said they could do things down the stretch, which will get us like that hype machine. But I'm saying they could still make the playoffs at this point. Sure. No. I, I don't I don't think so i don't think they will either but the path for them yes, to get no, to nine as, wins is there where and nine wins might be enough yeah there's almost talked about today they can get hot but then they get like you go through december and then you almost have them in that moment where like are you going to be eight and seven are you going to be eight and eight or nine and seven but nine and, nine and, seven, and seven in the afc could be good yeah. enough and i think it's like a late december game versus baltimore that like maybe that's like but but if you're a browns fan just get me to that game with like a pulse and um it's been fun, but it's been real embarrassing. There are many levels. Yeah, they've been a fun team to follow this year. Most penalties, most turnovers, like just sign after sign that the coach, like that there's a culture there that isn't ready to be great. And the organization, maybe to fault of their own, as Tim would say, from doing a lot of these photo shoots and articles or no fault of their own, they Baker Mayfield put a target on each one of his teammates' backs. The whole team had a target on their back. I've said it all year. They came into the year. 
as as a hunted team, and they're getting hunted. I would say that their single biggest problem is what you hit on. It's the penalties. It's the discipline problem of just not being prepared enough. Yeah, weird. It's, it's really strange. At a time like the fall starts, like yeah. But in the end, I don't. I I don't know. There's a lot of personalities. There. The talent level on that team is is very high. And Are you I don't Beckham think Beckham hasn't raised a stink at all this year. Well, apparently he did on Sunday night. What did he do? I don't know. Apparently, like he finally went it, off. It was so big that none of none of us know what it was. No, I, that it like he he chirped about his targets and shit. I, I don't know. And right. Freddie Kitchen told him to shut it. Next game, Green Bay at the Chargers. Ooh, Chargers getting three at home plus three forty six and a half is the over under in this game. Devontae Adams may or may not be back. Oh, it's up to 40, 47, is that what I said? 40 from 46 and a half up to 47 now. I like the Chargers. I think the Chargers win this game. I think it's a bad number. I think you'll get a better one. I, I'm already I would minus agree with you. three, like minus 125, sort of on the Packers side here. Um, so yeah, this gets up to four by game time, you think? Potentially. Okay. Will we win? Will we lose? Will you cover the numbers? All I really care about. I can answer that in a second. I will promise you this. From a fantasy football perspective, we get going this week. We we get going. This is, will be a high-scoring game. Is going to play? Yeah. Is he not? He's, he left the game with a calf injury. No, it's my understanding he's going to play. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think we get – this is a kitchen sink Sunday for us. It's a season-saving opportunity. We win this game, I guarantee we will beat the Raiders on Thursday, and our season is is all in front of us. Don't, mm. don't mistake that for I being don't. But no, I didn't come on here and say we're winning a game as a ten point underdog. I don't even know if we're going to win this game. You said all this crazy shit about as a ten point underdog that you were going to win. So we're not the same guy. I'm saying it's possible that it's still in front of us, and it was possible last week. Because smart guys like Pat said, no, like Feinberg. It's like actually in front of you. You just got to go one at a time. And I knocked off one, and then I see if I can knock off another. It's actually there. Is this Is this the toughest game left if Mahomes doesn't play? Yeah! No, (laughs) Oakland is a very, very tough opponent. You think that Oakland Oakland is a tougher opponent than Green Bay? You said the toughest game left, not the only tough game. At Oakland in a primetime game when they really haven't seen their team. And do you have any yeah. fucking clue what that crowd is going to look like Sunday? Do you know how many uh, Billy Joes fucking left Wisconsin to be an actor that they're just a waitress, but they'll spend 150 bucks and wear a green shirt on Sunday? Yeah. So, so it's going to be a hornet's nest for the Packers. And the Packers are going to win. And that's all I have to say. And maybe she went to porn. Oh, and... <laughs> And the uh, the Packers are on the money line parlay. Good. Is it the last one? I believe that is the last one. Nope, there is one more. Oh, one, two, I love three, being four, five. Oh yeah, I like being the one that ends it. Um, well, I mean, it didn't take long for the Chargers to end it last week. So, I'm finally like when we're getting points is when I like us the most. It's when we are are around. I listen. Green Bay is probably a better overall team. They just feel like they're. Due for just a terrible yeah, across game. conference. They won that big game on Sunday night. Matt Moore put things out there, man. We got to be able to do it. 
Yeah, I'm not saying we're going to win, but I'm confident we get the fantasy things going. I remember when I had that type of joy on my face. God damn it, I'm not you. (laughs) The fact that you had to preface this whole statement with, I'm not you, makes me think that you know deep down. No, I'm excited for the game. It's a big game. We're a three-point underdog. Hold on. We're a three-point underdog. So to me, that means in the big picture of the NFL, it's a coin flip. It's a three-point NFL point spread. Well, the that, co- the, we, I flipped a coin. It likes Green Bay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to win. We could lose. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. I'm not sitting here defaming Rodgers like you defame Brady. I'm not, like, crazy enough to do these sorts of things. We could get marched on on the first drive. Philip could then throw a follow-up interception, and we could be getting smoked like you were 10 minutes into your big game. Now, what you should have said is, this is the game, Jeff, where Rodgers goes down, Rivers beats him, and the torch is passed. (laughs) (laughs) Melvin Gordon is the queen on the chessboard out there. Okay, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just, I think that this is... You need Bosa to have a big game. That's an obvious, but that but no, I mean that's happening. Duh! If that happens, then they're live. He is so good. Is he? Is he the good or bad Bosa? See, that's see, that's Tim being an idiot again. Because to <laughs> to, to to call to call Nick the good Bosa, which he might be better. There were people before Nick played a game that like were familiar with college scouting that said, "No, this other one is better than Joey." That's fine, but to to infer by calling Nick the good Bosa implies that there's like. A Wayne Gretzky and a Brent Gretzky <laughs> is is bullshit. Oh, trivia question. Who are the highest scoring brother combinations in NHL history? Uh, the, the Gretzkys? The Gretzkys. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the Sackicks might be up there too. Oh, that's an interesting the house. One. Yeah, the Howes. They're not. Oh, yeah. I guess one of them. Yeah. Um, Isn't there three Howes? Yeah. It was, well, Gordy and the two brothers. Yeah. yeah. Mark and. It's pretty. It's so, pretty, pretty no, bad listen, luck for the Sutters, by the way. I don't There's know like twenty of them. I don't know what's going to happen in the game, <laughs> but you better believe I'll be missing the end of the one o'clock games because I'll be getting on schedule. <laughs> Got to stay on schedule on a Sunday. Me and you on the Chargers. Tim and the Coin on the Packers. Now, I think it's. Um, I said last week. I I I wasn't really expecting anyone to get fired. Obviously, I was I was wrong, but it was an ugly. He's the whiz. It was bad. It was bad. He deserves maybe to be gone. Um, Anthony, what if they make Melvin Gordon the offensive coordinator? They can't play. Good idea. I think Lynn, who when you're a head coach and it is the side of the ball from which you played as a pro and from which you moved up the ranks to become a head coach is the side of the ball that's holding your team back. I think you feel an extra sense of responsibility. Um, Remember when Lynn was sort of thrust into it, he led a Kyle Orton-led Bills team to some respectable things. I thought they just, uh, whoever owns the Chargers saw that movie Hidden Figures and was like, get me Octavia Spencer, and then he just got the job. No, we're we're Al Roker mid-transition. So, I, I don't know, it can't be worse. Apparently, it's the quarterback coach who's going to call the plays, but... Why not let Philip call the plays? Lynn is going to be... An, hey, he's going to call the plays. <laughs> I yeah, he's going to call him next year full-time from the sidelines. So I, would fucking, I would love it. My friends know, like, I'm out on the... I got too close to the sun with the Leafs, and it just ended bad. I'm not really a fan. I won't allow myself to get emotionally invested in them anymore. But if they want me to be the 13-year-old boy again... 
um, make Matt Sundin the head coach? Because they like showed him in the rafters, just hovering over watching the game on the weekend, and it, and it literally felt like um, Sting hovering over those old WCW rings. Like it was Sundin was like in a dark corner of like a box in the rafters, and if they want me back, make him uh, the coach. That was boring, but again, I think. I have to say it's hurtful that we can't score points. Last year, I believe the game versus Baltimore on the Saturday night, Pat, was the only game of the season we didn't score 20 points. We can't score 20 for our life right now, and it's killing us, and it's cost us a couple games. The defense, surprisingly, total defense is like ninth in the league. The pass defense is like fifth. The run is like 21. Uh, we're getting. Some, no, I'm just saying, it's not been what's holding us back. We're giving up an amount of points that this offense should be able to overcome. You've played a bunch of teams who all they want to do is run the ball and milk the clock, and they're not going to score a bunch of points. What does Tennessee want to do? They want to maybe run the ball. sure. What fine. Does no, you're right. Do? You're they right. Run the ball. You're right. But maybe the defense isn't as bad. And Ingram. Now you're and- talking yourself into crazy talk. The defense isn't good until they get the secondary back. You can pass all over them. And this is a team that can pass. Well, yes, That's and the that, problem. and th- yes, this is my concern because we like to play a lot of like um, zones, and Rogers going to eat this shit. Like he's going to. Yeah, you got to get to him, and you can get to him because that offensive line is not great in Green Bay. You have to be in his fucking face the entire time. I think Mike Williams finally has a game. Like I think we. You fant- mean he might catch a touchdown and not yeah. get hurt trying to catch a touchdown this like guy, every week. Does this guy need a tra- prop? How many times does Mike Williams need a trainer? <laughs> On a Sunday. It's really goddamn annoying. Sunday night game. We're going to let Tim lead this one off because that was like a 20-minute soliloquy from you. I, Eng- I, I don't get enough. New England at... I don't get enough. Enough what? Speaking time? Uh, Chargers radio. You get a lot. It doesn't... No. Uh, sorry. I say a lot on the show. I mean, do you know what I have to do to actually get information on my own fucking team? Just go to the Reddit boards. That's what I do. I do not go to fucking Reddit boards. And it was so such a blessing to play a team like the Bears, who are from a major media market where the people care, where, like, my post-game press conferences are three times the length because it's Bears media asking my guys questions about why the Bears suck. But at least I get real content. Now you can start. I'm sorry. I'm done. No more Chargers talk. But, baby, we win on this Sunday. I'm back. Patriots at Ravens. Ravens, three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. 45 is the over-under. We've kind of hit on this game like three or four times so far. I want the Ravens to win so badly, but I don't think that they're going to win. I think the Patriots route them. I'm taking the Patriots plus three-and-a-half. Or minus three and a half. Sorry. I'll be quick because I was just so long. I kind of agree with you. This is almost like a litmus test for Lamar. Uh, last year we saw I don't everything. W- so- I don't want to bet it because I want to be wrong about it. Yeah, unfortunately it's a Sunday nighter, so I don't want to lose too much money where I feel like I have to bet it and stay up. So you never just- have to bet anything, by the way. It's a TV game. You're right. I'll just go to bed. Uh, or you we'll- can just watch it and not bet it. Or we'll fumble at the one. I'll tranquilize myself. I won't even see it. Uh, perfect strategy. It's usually how Sundays end for me anyway. Um, like an ugly one where I can't even have cake. I just got to go. I How can you bet Lamar without seeing him play Belichick first? Maybe next time I'll pick them. But th- like until it happens, you got to do it. And much like what the Chargers were able to do in the playoff game against Baltimore, you just maybe the Patriots like literally just do that exact same horror fest. 
Yes. I'm so high on Lamar, but until you go up against Belichick, when you you know, are still sketchy at some throwing, I got to, right? Like, I got to. So, Tim, what wins out here? Because I can see this definitely being a field goal <laughs> game because maybe I don't. I just don't know what happens with Baltimore's defense. Are we sure Baltimore's defense is good? Because it wasn't until like it's the not. last time it's we saw not. them. And if that's the case, then if Brady can move the ball, then it's going to be problematic. But if the defense shows up and they can't run the ball effectively, then Brady's not going to put up a ton of points, which would lead me to the points. I guess the big issue here is that Belichick is going to take away the best thing that you do. And the only thing that Baltimore does well on offense is Lamar. So shut him down. You score zero points. That's it. I, I think uh, that that's very well put. I think the Patriots win. I think the Patriots win comfortably. I don't think the Ravens are good enough to right now do enough offensively to beat this. This defense is one of the best we've seen in the last 15 years. Uh, and the Ravens, while they're a good team, they're not special enough to figure out the right way to beat this Patriots team. I don't think they've got the talent and I know they don't have the receiving talent. And uh, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. Patriots are again, one of the two or three teams on the short list for super lock and they're in the free money pro. I think Seattle is a very overrated team. Okay. And I think Baltimore going in there and punking them last week has done anyone who wants to bet on New England this week a great service. I tend to agree. Like New England was a on the great short list service. Super locks for me as well. But because Seattle want to be wrong. And as we mentioned, the mystique sort of since that Legion of Boom has left, the mystique of their home dominance, Seattle is kind of gone, even though there's a perception that it exists. And yeah. that that is fueled how good Balt- people are currently perceiving Baltimore. I'm with you. I'm listen. Lamar looks special. If I need a third and two, like, like he can get it. Yeah, he but can... I feel like this is the week he doesn't get it. Sure, sure. But I was like having this debate with my buddy, and then Deshaun Watson makes these crazy plays. It's like if it's a third and five, I'm more confident Lamar Jackson getting the first down and Deshaun Watson getting sacked and taken out of field goal range. Yeah. Um, so I love Lamar, but but uh, yeah, I just feel how the last couple weeks have played out. We're getting a soft number. You think it could be a field goal game? I don't know. New England. Can you turn off your fucking Facebook Messenger? Where the fuck that is? <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Sorry. Why did you need to squeeze three three extra messages out of that conversation? I, I'm not the one sending the messages. I'm just a very popular person. <laughs> It's probably get. Are you getting react, mocked yeah. about your list? Are your menchies blowing no. up? Are your menchies blown up yet? Yes. <laughs> so a new, round of New England for all of us. Fun times. Monday night, Dallas at the New York Football Giants. The toast of New York with Danny Dimes, who covers spreads. Doesn't necessarily win games, but he covers some spreads. Plus seven at home. Forty-seven and a half. Now forty-eight is the over/under. Giants, too many points. I don't really have a case but these teams yeah, I'm play taking close. the big dogs on monday night this year it seems to be a pretty reasonable strategy we're gonna take the big dogs again uh, i don't trust dallas enough to be laying a touchdown on the road uh i mean the jets beat them for heaven's sake dallas uh, off their huge primetime win this is a bigger number than it the, the full seven is attractive yep it's too many points here's the thing dallas though. blows them out because yeah they blow out bad teams, they blow out bad teams minus the jets. except for the jets maybe there's something haunted about metlife well it's the same stadium and maybe if the ghosts that were in sam's mind on the monday night against the patriots maybe they were in Dak's mind the week before when they went to metlife i can't speak to these things but i know that Dak prescott has been amazing so far this year they're coming off a bye week they're getting everyone healthy you forget that they didn't have collins or smith in that game against the jets and when those two guys wrote dell sucks yeah and now they're back and they're actually healthy 
this time around. You can run all over the Giants. Zeke is going to have a field day, and I just don't know if Danny Dimes is up to the task. He might backdoor this, and maybe he can use his legs to extend some plays, but he makes horrible decisions from time to time. He makes some amazing throws. I will give him that. He can fit the ball in there on a dime from time to time, but like his awareness in the pocket is horrible. Like, the pick, the fumble six that he had against the Lions. Like, how often do you see the play where the quarterback throws, like, the broken-up screen pass, and then the defender picks it up and runs it back, but it's very clearly a forward pass? Like, what are you, why are you wasting your energy returning this? He actually threw it behind the line of scrimmage. Like, that never happens, but he did it. Rivers did it. Rivers also has done it, yes. That seems like a very Rivers thing. He probably threw it, it sidearm, too. It is. But I just think that the Giants make too many mistakes here, and that... Dallas is steady enough that they can win this game like 28-14, 28-17, something like that. You, you've you made a strong case. I'm thinking about flipping. Well, the flip went to the New York Giants because that's who the coin likes. Along with. A lot of coin in the Tim on the – the Tim and the coin. Same side this week. Okay. Give me Dallas. You're, you're switching to yeah, Dallas? I'm switch. sorry to talk you out of a winning pick. Me and you are on the same page this week. I don't know if I like that. The only game that we picked differently was Kansas City and Minnesota. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice. I didn't realize until I just looked at the sheet. And now, I, should I go back to the Giants then? No, I mean, if we're on the same page, we're on the same page. Hopefully it's a good week. Maybe we're both right. Or maybe Tim is right about all of these games. Unlikely. I feel like this is a lot of, we are a lot of consensus games this week. It's probably really bad. All right, let's get to the super locks. Super locks of the week. I was the loser last week, so I have to go first. I'm going to take Indianapolis plus one on the road in Pittsburgh. I just think that they beat them up all over the place. I think they're better at almost every facet of the game. But as you pointed out, especially under center with Brissett over Rudolph and especially on the sidelines with Frank Reich over Mike Tomlin, who may end up going down as one of the more overrated coaches in NFL history. So Indy plus one for me. Jeff. I'm thinking about Oakland. I'm thinking about Chicago. I'm thinking about Tampa. I'm also thinking about the Jets and the field goal. That seems so low. Jets. J- Jets. New York it's football three, right? Jets. We're playing it on three? Minus three. Oh, oh, yeah. Tim? Patriots. He's really trying to curse the Patriots, isn't he? I, I, li- I like this pick, though. I was going to go Tampa. but we'll You can Jets. change it to Tampa no. if you'd like. Yeah, Tampa. So you're making a Tampa. Uh, yeah. Tampa Bay plus six. Yeah. I think that number goes up. Just like that Chargers number, I think this number goes up too. Because people at Seattle at home. Yeah. Russell yeah. Wilson's the MVP. Jameis sucks. Yeah, Tampa's stupid. Da, da, da. Yeah. They remember how they blew it last Also, week. all those things are true. Yeah. <laughs> that we just said. So I probably shouldn't have said it in the sarcastic tone. So Indianapolis plus one for me, Tampa Bay plus six for Jeff in New England, minus three and a half on the road at Baltimore in the Sunday night game for Tim. I feel like you're undefeated in Sunday night games when you make them your super lock. Yeah, it's a, I just I don't know. I've had a good feel from this season. Your free money plays, though, one and seven for the year. Yeah, but close last week. San I mean, Francisco, Seattle, New England, Green Bay, Philadelphia, Buffalo. Bet the bet the farm win just over five farms. That's a five to one money line parlay, really? Yeah. I it seems that, I find that hard to believe. Well, we bet a couple games that were close that like Philly was uh I mean Yeah, Green Bay's only minus one ninety. New England is only minus two hundred. I guess so, yeah. 
It just still seems five to one around a six game money. I guess it's a money line. So who do you have? You have San Francisco. Where's the San Francisco, Seattle, the Patriots. You're saying them too fast. Philadelphia. You you didn't put the Steelers on there, although you said they couldn't lose this game. Yeah, I did not put the Steelers. You should put the Steelers. They can't lose. Nope, 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 nope. Staying where it is. And you didn't put the Broncos on either, who you said can't lose. Then why do you say that these teams can't lose if you won't bet on them? I'm not making it a seven team. I'm not making a change. I mean, a six team is pretty ridiculous as it is. So why why not just make it a seven team? Nope. Staying as it is. The Bills. I have it at. Oh, yeah. There you go. Six team. Six plus 625 that pays. Even better. So there you go. You can almost get yourself out of the hole if you win this week. The people are with me. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it done. All right. That was the show for this week. I want to thank Jeff Feinberg for being here. I want to thank Paul from behind the camera. I want to thank all of you watching out there, and especially the coin. He's a good fella. It is a good fella. Also, Tim Undercust. Tim Undercust. That is not my name. No, I heard that was your name. You heard lies. Um, would you like to read some of your mentions? <laughs> they're, they're pretty hateful. One person called this list the L.A. Chargers of lists. Uh, this guy says, so so obviously just looking to stir people up and get clicks. Although I don't know what the clicks, there's nothing yeah, to click what, to. What would the clicks give me? One person asks, where's oatmeal on this list? One person says, who hurt you with a gif of something? Where is Werther's? Yeah, where's Werther's original? This guy just says, Christ, the there worst list nothing- in fucking history. <laughs> <laughs> There is nothing definitive about this list. It's an opinion list, and it's bad, Tim. You've been told. Whatever. Get a a therapist, (laughs) another person says. I agree. (sighs) Garyan's upset that cookies and cream fell so far. No, that's too bad. I guess he'll have to watch the show to find out. Candy corn, that shit is ass. With multiple S's. Not impressed. Bad list. People are not impressed. Whatever. Are you good with getting as ratioed as you do? Doesn't bother me. I'm a man of the people and I have the common touch. Although we did see that you weren't a man of the common people. Remember I sent you that thing? Yeah, I did. That person's incorrect. Someone commented last week that Tim loathes the average man's struggles Mm -hmm. to, quote, enjoy February anywhere north of Ohio is pure insanity. I agree with that guy. Yep. It's a fair take. That's a very accurate Tim take. likes to have it both ways, but that's accurate. It's funny how Tim uh, was, bragging, was bragging about this until, like, about all the good comments he was getting after his burn, <laughs> after he ran through all his burners. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good one. This laughing and snickering is not good for SEO value. <laughs> Uh, all right, that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. That's it for me. You can find the cheat sheet up on dkplaybook.com and my Facebook page at the PME. I guess it's like eight hours later, but Biblos, Uptown. Leave a five-star review, and if you want to hit me up to get your business in the Pat Mayo Experience small business buildup for reviews, email the Pat Mayo Experience at gmail.com, and maybe every week we'll get some new reviews on the go. It'd be nice to do something for all you hardworking small business owners out there. Believe me, no one Looks out for small business owners more than Pat Mayo. So email in the Pat Mayo experience at gmail.com. I got you. 
You might have to pay a little bit more, but we'll get you some reviews on Google. That's my promise to you. Anyway, that will do it for me. I'm Fat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Fat Mayo Experience! Experience!